Toilet Fan Freaks Podcast, episode 115. This is the show where we freak out about our favorite movies, comics, games, and any media in between. It is me, Adrian, the masterful dude of dueliness, the face that runs the place, the host with the most and the most grandose clothes. You know, it's not a race, dude. It is I, the Bone King, speaking, and I'm joined by... (laughs) It is I, James, Dr. Rude Ramos, M.D., what is it with you? Like, every time I do the intro, you find something to criticize just because I won't have the script. I know the damn intro. It's called unique banter. No, no, no. No, no, no. This, it's not unique when you do it every time <laughs> I do the, the same thing. When I do the damn intro. Look, look. Notice that what I said, you got it correct. Like, there wasn't anything where yeah. I was like, oh, you're no, wrong. No, no, no. It's, I'm going too fast. Next, it'll be, I'm going too slow. Yes. You I'm are glad you're wo- catching on. <laughs> you keep talking to me this way, I'll walk. I hope so. Just like everybody off the set of Rust. All anyway, Oh, uh, what? Oh, sorry. Wow. Alec Baldwin shot somebody. I was trying to make a- Jesus. <laughs> What's right. our episode today, guys? Well, welcome Speaking to of shooting Marcos. somebody, this episode is on all-stars and dogs no, and media. No, just make an old yellow reference at the start of our dog show, you God piece damn of shit. Right. This is the loudest intro we've <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> ever had. Yeah. But, uh, but, yes. but yeah, it's an all-stars and dogs and media. Media, right? Not just games. Really don't like that segue. But yes, yes, I agree. It no, is of media. I also hate it, Bone King. <laughs> I am also not a fan. <laughs> but he is correct. It is dogs of media. Uh-huh. So this includes video games. I mean, comic Of media books. or in media? I guess both. It's dogs of, dogs in. in. slash of. Dogs, dogs, I'm scribbling out my notes. A part of. Dogs that may be included. In conjunction with. <laughs> usually associated with media. Anyway, before we get into that, uh-huh. let's get into our recents. Who wants to start us out? I, I think mean, Dr. I... Rude should go first. Sure. Okay. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Outer Worlds. Noise. And I say a lot. I know there isn't a lot of this game, but I don't have a lot of time to consistently play it. But I've been enjoying the fuck out of it. I knew you would. I said and honestly, time. I don't get why the game got a lot of hate when it released. Hate? Really? Yeah. They got hate? I didn't yeah, even well, know. At least I thought I everyone praised it. No, it, they really did not. My circle of friends definitely did, so. But yeah, I'm. Wait, it's exactly, you have friends? Yeah, ah. On the internet. <laughs> at least I think they are. Oh. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I'm enjoying the fuck out of it. Like, truly. Like, it's, it's, it is like, it's New Vegas in space. The only criticism I've heard, but I don't even think it's that bad, is that it's short. I mean, that's possible, but I mean, I've been too busy doing other shit and exploring that I haven't reached the end yet. So, hmm. you know, there's that. There's yeah. content, yeah. at the very least. Exactly. So, Outer Worlds, where are you playing it on? PC? PC. Okay. Uh, nice. With my little Game Pass hack. Nice. Yes, yes. Which uh, a lot of people are actually doing, by the way. Apparently, Good. it's a very common strategy. Good. Xbox is fine with it. <laughs> no, they'll change it eventually. Yeah, but right now, they're, the last thing I heard is that they're complaining they, did, they didn't hit their mark on subscribers on like the amount of interesting they they were aiming for like 45% and they hit 40 or 39%. Yeah, that's huh. really strange. I mean, who is Mark? In any case. Oh, wow. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> What else you You got? You mean from Outbreak? Oh, dude, no one can hit Mark in that case. Dude, all right, no, 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 Dr. Rude. No, really quick. No, absolutely not. In the middle of it. Really quick, really quick. What? In file one, Mark's special ability to block can literally block all incoming damage. That's great. Think about that for a second. I also finished what we do in the shadows. Like if you shoot at him. (laughs) 
I also finished what we do in the shadows. Fun. Same. Same here. So, so what good. did they do in the shadows? You we still don't know. Find out. Fuck. <laughs> but uh, a lot of that. No, good. Based good. on Laszlo, a lot of that. I don't man, so. man, woman, woman, man, 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 woman, man, man, the woman. The kaleidoscope woman. intertwining of <laughs> genitalia <laughs> and human flesh. It's it's amazing. I'm glad to hear I'm we have always this. hard. I'm glad to hear we Sometimes have the same Thursday night. Sometimes it's a problem. Night. Not to me, it isn't. <laughs> I am convinced that his character in uh in what we do in the shadows is actually the same person from the IT crowd. Which that is was, the same yeah. person from Toast to London. Yes. So yeah. but that was just one of his like mortal disguises. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, anywho. Not to be uh, confused with Jackie Daytona, human bartender. Correct. <laughs> I guess I need That's to That's a what it. we do in the Shadows was, reference. You don't belong. Yeah. He was also the con man in uh, in Community. He, he's getting oh, mean. He's nice. the professor that, te- that teaches the, the con artist class. Which and he tries was to a con, con Yeah, but tries to con Jeff Winger. And then Jeff Winger counter cons him. And then he tries to. It was a. It was a thing. Anyway, um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, what we do. It's honestly it, like the ending left me a little mad. But it was a really good ending. A really good show. But it, overall. it really wants me. Like it really makes me want to watch season four. Absolutely. I cannot wait for season four. Yes. Mm. Again, I know we've talked about the show a bunch, but I cannot recommend it. Two enough. of us do. Yeah, that's fair. What uh, he just feels the need to hammer it in. Just stake me, my dude. I've been trying to. Womp womp. What's next? Uh, I finally caught up on Bad Batch. Okay. Which is the uh, the start. Finally, that bad batch. What? You're that bad batch. I don't get it. I don't get it. Wow. Bad batch. Like bad bitch? Yes. Okay. But with a valley girl voice. (laughs) But with a valley girl voice. We just did the Halloween special, guys. (laughs) That was your valley girl voice? Uh, totally, totally. <laughs> anyway, fuck. So I just finished the Bad Batch. Uh-huh. Jesus. Oh, so the season's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Uh, and it's 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 awesome. I I love me some Star Wars clone nonsense, and mm. this is it's great shit. I, I I'm loving honestly like everything out like aside I, I didn't know exactly where you're going with from this. the movies. <laughs> I am very happy with the state of Star Wars. Like aside from you on know, a small screen, super good. Correct. Yeah. This, this just sp- furthers my belief that everything outside of the movies is Star Wars at its best. So, I don't. Again, know. I still think the like the original trilogy is obviously like Star Wars condensed. Yeah, like, it's what defines the thing. I'd even say only two of the three are really that. Ooh. That's me, and that's a thing Ooh. we had to talk about. We had an episode about it actually with Vinny a long time ago. But anyway, uh, but anyway, but it that, sounds like a versus. It does. <laughs> Oh, case of actually. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to talk about it now because I don't care. Uh, we also listened to a recent episode of our sister podcast, oh, The yeah. Robots Don't Age, who happened to do a Halloween special. Not the same Halloween, mind no, you. No, they did Halloween 3. Right. Season of the Witch. The good one. Uh-huh. <laughs> Except according to them, they'd rather watch Rob Zombie's remake than Season of the Witch. Well, look, I have a reason for that. So they listen to us, right? And we're nothing but yelling. And the Rob Zombie movies <laughs> <laughs> are nothing but yelling. So it kind of makes sense. Uh, so, hey, Robots on Age guys, come at us, bro. You guys are wrong. <laughs> I, I just think it's a wonderful coincidence that we both hit up Halloween. And thank God we didn't do the same first movie. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. But also, it was it was nice to know that 
they did one, we did one, and none of us planned it. Like, yeah. we talked to each other a lot, but none of us planned that shit. Yeah. But now we'll plan it, so next year we're going to do Halloween 3, and they'll do Halloween <laughs> 1. See, it's it's all in the plans. All according to Keikaku. But. <laughs> Keikaku means plans. Translators know. <laughs> uh, Jesus. Anyway, that honestly does it for my recents. I don't have a whole lot. I didn't have a whole lot going on. All right. All right. Who are you passing it to? Let's pass it off to Ooh. the dude. Oh. Wow, you made eye contact me through that whole thing. Yeah, I know. I was not expecting that. <laughs> sure. Uh, also, Hi, I'm a villain. <laughs> wild card. Also, what we do in the shadows, I loved every bit of this season. I do know it's getting some flack. I don't know why. But um, a couple of episodes past, James did say this season is very much where what we do in the shadows found itself. And I and I fully agree with that. Uh also, to get into the spooky mood, because I fully believe that November is Halloween Part 2, not Christmas Part 1. <laughs> uh, so I watched the Creepshow Christmas special. Nice. Really fucking great. Really great. It makes me want to watch all of Creepshow now, because this, is, this was really good. Uh, I also saw this movie that's exclusive to Shudder called Z. It is a... Zombie. It is no. It is a demonic possession movie with the imaginary friend insert, but it's done very differently in who the imaginary friend is for, and that's all I'll say. But it it was really well shot. I really liked it. Okay, what was it called? Just Z. Just Z. Z. You want or Z for our non-American audience? Wait. So (laughs) you want me to go search up Z? (laughs) <laughs> on shutter put, put in the toolbar z and hope for the best it's there all right it's on shutter though that's yeah imagine yeah. google searching this z yeah z <laughs> so uh I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about this really quick last night i played hunt which i i guess dr root doesn't want to mention hunt anymore because that's like uh every week it's thing. a given by this point it's Correct. a given but i played hunt for the first time in a while yes uh i won one game and i called it a night there but we always shout out our hunt boys. They really are our friends, and I really do love them. So last night, Frothy was missing one trophy to get the platinum. Was it the hammer throw? The hammer throw. So I told him, let's go into the Oceania server. Did you do it? We did it. Frothy finally got the platinum. Nice. And I, no offense to you, but I think if anybody deserved that fucking platinum... This fucker deserved it because he puts in some time in that fucking game. Um, I also want to just PSA, like, boost your friends. I I feel like there's so many trophies that could be gotten if you care about that sort of thing. If you just literally play with your friends. So, like, oh, yeah. Boost each other, please. Yeah, and so we found out. Uh, so there's this perk called Tomahawk, right? That's the one where you have to throw a sledgehammer or whatever. This is the trophy. Well, the, the, no, the perk is called Tomahawk, and it lets you throw any of the melee weapons in-game. Yeah, and they're two-handed weapons that you find out in the field. And you could throw them, and usually you'll kill them. So I stood about 10 feet away from him, from Frothy. He aims it at my head, doesn't kill me. No, the sledgehammer is not a one-hit kill. That's why it's the only one in the trophy. Wow, dude. <laughs> like, that shit... It had. It took him twice to do it. Yeah. I had full max, and then it went. Uh. So the last big bar, yep. it went to a little less of half. Yep. Hmm. And that was a headshot. Yeah. I you still ha- don't get it. You have to basically like 
shoot someone. Like if you were doing this practically, you have to shoot someone then and then it. manage to throw the uh, the hammer at it without them healing or regenerating Correct. that health. So That's the reality stupid. is the only good, the only right way to do it is if some one your other teammate shoots them first and then you hiya. You do hi-ya? a karate uh-huh. chop. Yes. You become Link. Yes. There's a lot of different things you did. Correct. There. So the I last... am the scourge of potters everywhere. <laughs> so the last piece of recent that I have, and this will segue to the Bone King here. Oh. Uh, per his, I don't want to say request, but per his advice uh-huh. to getting into Persona, for somebody that's never played Persona games, mm-hmm. play five. Yes. When yes. I got a PS5, Persona 5 is one of those that you could play for free. It's part of their plus collection. Yeah, the thing. original five. They don't even give them R, but whatever. Right. So, I mean, I, I don't really know the difference. and uh, But most Japanese Eastern games always re-release and add a little bit. Hello, Street Fighter. Um, well, that one... That was a rare case of multiple of the same one over and over yes. and over again. Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo <laughs> Ultimate Mega Champs. It was, it was literally an inside joke in Dead Rising 4 with the stupid uh-huh. hyper mega mini golf bullshit. So uh, They're aware of it. I'm so. playing this fucking game. I, mind you, this is not a game that you would associate me with. I'm usually a shooter or a very light into He's RPG. anti-weeb. It's yeah, this clear. is the weebiest thing I've played in a minute. Uh-huh. A hot minute. But I found myself engrossed by it because of the excellent music. Oh, that's Shoji. The and and some, Shoji. some of the really good uh, voice acting. I really like the voice acting oh, yeah. in this. Even, uh, even though I'm usually one of those people, like for Ghost of Tsushima, I want to play it in its Japanese. original Japanese. Yeah. I'm one of those. Uh, no Ooh. subtitles. Did you set it to Japanese language? I did not. Speech? Oh, God. That, that actually sounds like a good idea. I probably will do that. Uh, will you do it for a stream? Maybe, because honestly, it's nothing against the English voice acting. As you say, it's really good. It's just I, like I really, I really the do game takes so. place in Japan. It's hard yeah. for me to not think maybe they would speak Japanese. Yeah, it's really fun because I'm at a point where they're sorry. I'm trying to wrap up. Well, no, no, no. I was gonna say, should this be? I mean, I know it's a show topic that I will be on the losing side of. Uh-huh. But have we had this discussion yet? Of subs and dubs. Oh, wow. we have not had a case yet. of subs versus dubs. Maybe that's a great one there too. Yes. I know I'm on the loot. Like, I will lose the popular boat, but I'm prepared. <laughs> the thing is, I don't know. My answer might be a measly, like, in between in a weird hmm. way. Like, I watch. Oh, it's subs for me. I watch mainly so subs. So maybe you're the but... judge. No? Yeah, maybe. Okay, cool. That's an idea. Interesting. Here, <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt. So, uh, when it when it comes to this, this game, I was really weirded out by how much it fucking railroads you no oh, yes. god and yes. you have to go to sleep at this certain time yes. you have to do these things at a certain time fuck you mona and it's not just mona the mona. character itself will put itself to sleep yeah but and mona. say i no mona will come back yeah let me just go to sleep and it's like no you dingleweed we have a part-time job we gotta go make money dingleweed. or some shit like that <laughs> and i'm telling bone king about all this shit you were there fucking oh the first 10 hours is a tutorial. Are you serious? Nah. And what do you say? The whole game He's is like fucking that. tutorial. Yeah. There's so much repetition. Honestly, if it wasn't for how engrossed I am into the story and I'm still trying to figure out who to date because I'm like, Oh my God, this girl's cute. This girl's cute. I fell in love. You know, Oh, it's a this... very important decision. It, it is. is. It really it is. is. And I don't want to fuck it up. I bought all the gifts already. I don't know who to give them to. You you bought all the gifts in the gift shop without even... Wow. Because I don't know who to give what to. Boy, oh, that is 
overspending so Loyal. much. I'm just thinking. Oh, no. I'm grinding. I'm in mementos always from the beginning to the end. I'm in level 32, and I haven't done the fourth palace. Okay, I haven't I, gotten Futaba yet. I don't know the exact, like, levels you need to be before each thing, but I'm just saying, like, usually you pick the gift when you've decided who you want to date. Right. I find your way efficient yet confusing. <laughs> But well, because you could give gifts it. and not have it be romantic. But certain gifts have, I think, romantic inclinations. Yeah, no, so. I, I actually had to Google the fucking Brady yeah. Guide where some of those gifts are only given when it is a relationship. Right. But there are other gifts of the same note where you could give to a friend and it just increases the, the companionship. Yeah, no, absolutely. Also, there's a trophy where I have to kill the Reaper. How the fuck am I going to kill the Reaper when it allegedly says it's nigh unstoppable? I'll tell you right now, you can kill the Reaper, and you will kill the Reaper because he is the best way to level up. <laughs> yeah. No, I love Lady On. That's a cosplayer. Okay, because the audience was like, huh? I was just asking for a moment. It's a, an, Insta an, an Instagram model that I follow on uh, Instagram. Uh, Taniwe, T-N-I-W-E. She's awesome. Kind of sexy. Meaning she does, like, lewd stuff. But, yeah, she does an awesome Anne cosplay. Like, yes. it's insanely And good. Anne is a very good pick. So if you were looking at no, options, No, but I fucking fell Anne. in love with Makoto because she's so abused. No, no. See, we No, all... you want Ty. You want Takami, oh, the, right. the goth no, no, no. doctor. I picked, I picked Makoto first. Yeah, no, I'm talking you. about James no, no, losing right. his shit. Yeah. The, he, I got him mixed up. Yeah, yeah no. he got him but mixed up. I Mako. dated her, and she doesn't really even fucking acknowledge you when you finish her out. I'm sorry if that's a spoiler, but I'm I'm saving you a heartbreak. No, because I feel so bad for her. She's like picked on. She doesn't have her, her father figure. She only has a sister. And the sister gives her shit. And I'm like, no, you you sweet summer child. You, you could still you be sweet her summer friend. child. Come here. You could still be her friend. Like, she's fine. Yeah, I don't know. But also, I kind of want to date Takami. The goth chick is pretty awesome. Well, again, I initially and then, picked Makoto. I don't know. Maybe I might like Futaba. I don't fucking know. I Okay, we will The have... only thing I'll say right now is that fuck Ryuji because he is fucking wow. annoying. Wow. Well, there's always a magician arcana who has to be the loud one. That is something that is in all three games. Bro, he is so <laughs> fucking stupid. Dude, we're going to fail the course study. Wait, Why are you PS2 slacking ones. off, bro? I was so worried that I wasn't going to pass my entrance exams. Oh, I'm Welcome sorry. I got Persona. way I got way too into this fucking game. Welcome to Persona. I literally quit because I got mind jacked repeatedly by the fucking I'm doing Futaba's Palace. Do you remember the 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 bandit? Spoilers. Okay, yeah. No, it's fine. Go ahead. You don't know who Futaba is. I'm not saying sure, the last that's name. That's why. Just don't elaborate. <laughs> so you get like mind jacked where all my party at the same time keep hitting each other. And we're tossing Yen away. And then when Joker knocks out, the game just ends. And yeah, the fucking, no. Which, by the way, pisses me off in any RPG. That the main character yes. dies in the party. Uh-huh. And then, oh, no, That's it's it, over. game's over. I, I see the annoyance of it, but at the same time, it's such an original, like, RPG trope that I'm just so used to it by this point. I've I always no, hated it, and I hate trope. it every time. <laughs> it's a shitty trope. You're telling me my assistants can't use the Reviva pill? Yeah, sure. I've, the Phoenix Down that I've been using on all of them. They're called Somas? I think Leg you? Legend of Dragoon, I think, didn't do that. Legend of Dragoon did not. You're right. You neither can did, revive it. Neither did Seven. And neither, yeah. yeah or Eight, I think. 
None of the Final Fantasies. But I mean, do bro, that. how do you not, man? She's just. Ugh. Yeah. No, and I like the fact that she keeps calling me your guinea pig. The correct answer is Kawakami. No. Because dating older is the correct way. In any case. Oh, the teacher. Honestly, that is my. No. Well, I, well, yeah, actually. I just yes, hate that, that fact is my that second, I have to spend five thousand yen great. every time. Bro, when you're in it already, you're just basically just making it oh, rain, yeah. and it doesn't clearly. Even I've been getting hundred thousand yen every time I'm in mementos. Yeah, no, yeah, you're you're doing everything correct. I want you to know. Yeah. Maybe not the gift thing, but I mean everything else is pretty solid. All right, but that, that's it for my reasons. All right, that's a solid ass reasons, my dude. I mean, thirty-five. That's a solid ass. <laughs> I mean, I agree. Kawakami as well. Um, in any case. Uh, this is another recent that you have that I'm surprised you didn't mention because I have it as well. Uh, the dude and I played Zombie Army 4. Yeah, but you played it more than I did. Well, so... Wait, but you, you played it before then as well. Yeah, and I brought yeah. it up before. But, right, because you, know. you had played it on your own for a while and then I got it because I realized, oh shit, I have this from PS Plus. I might as well play this. No, and I so, kept recommending it to you. I'm like, yeah. dude, you're going to like this. I really do. Tell me what you thought. Well, you know what tipped the scales for me? Slow zombies? I didn't even know that going in. So, like, just from looking at the title, I look at the DLC, Left for Dead characters for free you could play as, and I'm like, all right, I'll give this a shot. So I went in, I played it. It is basically very similar to how I mod Left for Dead 2 to be. So the whole thing where it's, like, slow zombies, and it's, like, you kind of have to move around the crowds as they're coming towards you, and you have to actually kind of be a little bit more mindful of your space... Like, I like that a lot, and it even kind of has the same, um, not the same, but it has a very artistic uh, theme with the 80s music and the movie posters. Yeah, Just, there's a lot of what you like to call light motifs. Well, yeah, whenever you pick up an item or whatever, it has a very specific tone that plays for each thing. Like, I, it's very well polished. It's just funny that it's 80s aesthetic, but the game takes place in, like, World War II. Mm. So it's like... I don't know if that clashes. Yeah, not only that, but every campaign has an 80s greenhouse uh, movie, movie poster. Which, right. again, looking at that made me go, man, this is what Back for Blood needed. Just something. It, it's such a minor thing. Just Speaking like of which, the title. Uh, Left 4 Dead 2 is $2 on Steam. Yes. Get it. We could all play. <laughs> I have it. So. I have it. Perfect. Yeah, no. The thing is, there are certain games on Steam that pretty much everyone's expected to have. Because they're $2 on sale. It's Left 4 Dead 1, Left 4 Dead 2, uh, I think Half-Life? Team Fortress 2, Half-Life, and G- uh, Gmod. Mm. Those are the things that like everyone fucking has because they're you so cheap. You are worth your salt. Yeah. yeah if, unless you have but these. Don't I don't even play Counter-Strike and I have it. So. <laughs> but we all have Back for Blood. We haven't done a reaction review yet because we haven't beaten it. What is there to react to even? No. You know? I, th- I think that's a little unfair. I there is some things to talk about. I agree. Sure, but I, I again for okay. I guess we could stretch it out, and we do still need to beat it as well. So, yeah. So forgive us that we haven't. We are playing it, as you've seen on uh, Team BBC's uh, Friday streams of Back That's for right, drunk streams. Yeah, there you go. Which we're already talking about playing something else. Guess we wonder what that is. What Left 4 Dead Two. <laughs> So is Chroma gonna play Left 4 Dead Pixel 2? Never played Left 4 Dead before, and we kept on during our entire time playing Back for Blood. You and Barb. Oh, Left 4 Dead did this. Left 4 Dead did this. So she's like, "Can I just play Left 4 Dead?" And we're like, "Yeah, I guess so." Then when they're playing Left 4 Dead 2, they're gonna be like, "Left 4 Dead One did this. Left 4 Dead One did this." No, because Left 4 Dead Two has everything in Left 4 Dead One. They ported everything into it. It's actually pretty fantastic. 
Um, and, and even added melee weapons to Left 4 Dead 1's campaigns. I'm not gonna get too much into it. Zombie Army 4, really fun so far. Great customization. Loving the magnums and handguns. All about it. I have a lot more reasons to get through, so let us burn through this. Um, I'm gonna get through the smaller ones first, and, uh, we'll, we'll do it that way. So, first things first, I played a bunch of Halloween games. Uh -huh. Um, last Saturday was my last Halloween stream. The big fucking, uh, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just remembering one of the games you played. <laughs> That's the one I'm about to bring up. Good. I know why you're laughing. Yes. Um, so I'm going to, by order of shortest, because I'm going to do the biggest game last. So the first one I want to talk about, I did it, first off, I did a series of indie horror games. Yeah. So this is a bunch of these games, just a medley of them. Right, right. First one I played was called Baby in Yellow. It was not the first one you played. No, well, it was the last one you you're played. You're absolutely night. correct. The first one I'll talk about sure. is Baby in Yellow. Baby in Yellow is very interesting, where, like, it's a horror game. But your, your sort of player instincts kind of take over when you start feeling the mechanics of the game. And by that, I mean the baby has physics. Okay, but what the fuck is this? Okay, so the baby in yellow is kind of advertised. Do you want to explain it? No, it's, it's your... Re Go ahead, man. I mean, you saw it. It's so... Is it a first person, third it person? It is first person where you are what? a babysitter. Yes. I'm a babysitter. You're a babysitter. Yes. And you and are watching a baby. in a, a baby. yellow raincoat? He's in a yellow... like Rain No, raincoat, like, yeah. like, a, like a onesie. Like a yellow baby onesie. And he's okay. got these uh, big eyes. Yeah, huge eyes. Enormous. Demonic. But then you have tasks like feed the baby and put the baby to bed. Uh-huh. Uh... George chooses to ignore all those tasks and instead throws the baby in the oven. So uh, <laughs> the baby has physics. Yeah. And the first thing well, I'm everything like, has physics. The right. whole game is 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 well done. But I wasn't expecting the baby sure. to have like gravity physics. So, objects, sure. But when you pick up the baby, you can shake it around and it jiggles around. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And if you do that, like, you know in Skyrim when you pick something up with like E or whatever, yeah. and you kinda have to do that thing where you move your yeah. mouse and then let go, you could do that with the baby yeah. and throw it into corners and whatnot so again but the, so, point, the so point is hire as, george as your babysitter well, as the night progresses things get weirder but see that's the thing you know from the beginning the baby is like a demon or something like you know you but he admit, brought up a really good joke that would the be stream. a really great twist yes it? yes because the game is so obvious that it's a demon in the beginning that james brought up a really interesting so, point yeah and it is like this is a spoiler like but it very quickly the gets to the baby being possessed you like a demon. but i thought it would be a much better twist if the baby wasn't the demon at all. And you were? You, no. Oh. You were just paranoid as shit the whole time. So you're doing awful shit to the baby and the game ends with your trial and the parents showing nanny cam footage of, of you throwing you their did. baby in the oven. But mine would be <laughs> so much worse. The twist is that you're the monster. <laughs> but mine is so much worse because I found that the baby has moods, right? And the quickest way to get the baby to laugh is to, is throw to it put in the him oven. in the oven. So <laughs> what happens is guy? you throw him in the oven, you close the oven door, and then a few moments later the oven explodes and the baby comes shooting at him. Laughing. And he's laughing. That's how you, um, yeah, he does not like being flushed. He does not like being flushed, which I, I did a couple times, which, you know, you have to make sure things are did clean. Did you ever feed the baby? There was a good half an hour of me putting things in the toilet and the oven before so I even got to it. I'm a very, like, task-oriented person. <laughs> like, I'm a, oh, I got to do the objective or at least a side objective. Mm. I sat there, like, screaming in my seat for 15 minutes. Put the fucking diaper on the baby! You don't understand. Now I can throw him at the wall at mock speed. Yo, I, uh, one of my favorite bits, and I will admit this is great, is you have to change the baby. So George decides to clean the baby's diaper first by flushing the diaper. 
I got And when it comes clean. back up, he then puts it on the baby. I needed to wash the diaper, so I just stuck it in the toilet and stuck it back out. You, this game sounds not horror, just funny. It, I just it's, eventually, it's yeah. Both. I mean, it, it's definitely horror elements, but it's definitely intended as a comedic game. Like, All right. There's like a toy chest and there's like a basketball. And at some point, the baby like starts floating in midair, T-posing like a demon. And I was like, oh, God. Don't let the ball hit you, baby. Don't let the ball hit you. I just threw it at its head and it would bounce off. Quit like, hitting yourself. <laughs> anyway, that was Baby in Yellow. 555-9797 for Bone King's babysitting services. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll fucking exercise the shit out of that baby. <laughs> Demon be gone. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, the other uh, shortest game I played on there was Bad Ben. Such so, so fucking weird. Yeah, right? It was. Ve- I don't know if it was what, supposed what, to be a what, joke or not. Why was it weird? So, like, you start out as this guy who looks a lot like David Cage, like a little bit more overweight David Cage, and he just gets into his house, and he's very on the nose that it's a horror game. Like, I'm all alone, and it's a dark night. Spooky, huh? And it's like, okay, yeah. So I'm walking around, and then one of the buttons is the expletive button. There is a button to make him go, fuck, shit. You know who he sounds like? Tourette's button? You know who he sounds like? Who? Uh, You ever watch Boondock Saints? Yeah. The old man from Boondock Saints. Fucking shit, bitch. The old man with Tourette's. But the, the lines themselves are so Why short. Why don't you make like a leap and get the fuck out of here? But the lines are so short, it's funny as fuck every time. Ass. After every fucking scary thing that happens. Yep. So scary stuff does eventually happen, and it was interesting. Sure. I mean, it wasn't It wasn't a fart in the wind like I thought it was going to be. It had I, some interesting I things. watched George play the whole game. Yes, and I have no idea what happened. We weren't really sure what if there was a cycle involved or if it just ended abruptly. Either way, but it's short. Yes, but yeah. it was you could very beat short. in like under an hour. But it took no, about yeah, that, it took about that long, right? About Forty an hour. minutes. Yeah, yeah, it was really, really short. But the thing is, is that there, I've never seen a more effective way to undercut all the tension in your game than having an expletive button. There has to be a mod for Resident Evil Two where you could do that with Claire. There. Is it's <laughs> called the Leon and Claire are angry mods oh where it God. activates it constantly. You know how they get more angry as they get closer. Yes. Now it's that one the whole time. So they just keep yelling. Anyway, in this game, I'm just saying like something were to scare something scared me or something. I'd be like, oh shit, and then you go ass. Ah yes. <laughs> like fucking hell. So that was interesting. Uh, check it out. It's called Bad Ben. Um, last of the games. I promise. I'm barreling through this. This was a very very good surprise. I, uh, this this last game, I, well, the first game I played, really, but the biggest one was Murder House by yeah. Puppet Combo. Um, I've had a history with Puppet Combo. I played Puppet Combo Volume 1. Not saying that it's a, a, a fucking history, like a bad history, but when I played those games, they seemed like a little bit quicker, a little bit more um, focused on the jump scare more than anything. Mm-hmm. Murder House was a legit survival horror game with a place to explore, yeah. shit to unlock, and ways to defend yourself. Yep. I was blown away, but I was like, holy shit, this game's actually really fun and kind of scary. Because, like, you're a little bit slippery in your controls. The camera angles don't really get you a look good look at everything, but it still kind of lets you know where you are in some cases. Because in the beginning, they start you out in, like, right. a fucking photo booth, and you're like, where am I? I don't see my character. And then you have to fucking wiggle around before you figure anything out. But there's a lot of effective scares. It's a guy in a fucking Easter bunny suit. I highly recommend it. Um, the ending was really good and well worth it. Plus, it's on the Switch. I don't know one thing about this fucking game. I'm playing a guy in a bunny no, no, no. suit? The guy in the bunny suit is the pursuer. You're playing as a girl. That's my Mr. X. Yes. Basically, yes. You're playing as a girl who's like an intern. 
um, during like a news coverage story, right? Okay. They, it, imagine sewer gators from, from RE7 in the beginning. Like they, that kind of whole thing. And you're an intern holding the boom mic and like spooky shit starts happening around this place where there was a whole bunch of murders and, you know, and it develops from there. And I really liked the way it developed. It had a very serious tone. It was very artistic, a lot of detail, really liked the environment. It, it, I played the pre, you have to understand because the previous puppet combo game I remember was fucking gas station attendant and there's nothing wrong with it, but it was literally me sweeping up a gas station for 20 minutes only to get jump scared in the bathroom. And that was the end. <laughs> that was the end of the game. God so damn, bro. this is such a huge departure and I highly recommend y'all play murder house. It's a lot of fun. All right. Last recents. Ready? Mm-hmm. Ready. So I started watching squid game. Oh, okay. All right. Did you guys see it? I no. Did. All right. I didn't finish it. Hmm. I'm I'm literally like two episodes from finishing it, and I gotta say, I from the beginning, I, when you guys would talk about, it, I'd be like, well, it's no battle royale. You know what I mean? But at the same token, it's different. It's it not is, trying no. to do that. No, no, no. Yeah. It is absolutely different. However, the influence is palpable. No, absolutely. No. But like, if you think about how much more supervised it is yeah and like it's so much yeah it's got a whole other feel to it that's not close to battle royale at all if anything like even if you want to bring the american equivalent hunger games or whatever even then they're off doing their own thing in the wilderness sure they're fucking monitored yes pretty intensely throughout this so i I just feel like that added a lot the acting is amazing i'm pretty sure i guessed the ending but we'll see on the next episode huh yeah really like it um soundtrack's really good too there's a scene uh, involving a big daddy guy. Uh huh. I was like, I know I'm not supposed to be turned on by this, but you assholes. <laughs> My only issue really with Squid Game is that everyone, you gotta watch Squid Game. You gotta watch like it's I, a I with I, anything I, popular, you know? right? But I don't particularly care for that. Sure. I don't like when he, somebody, but you specifically, have a very like an, like you you lean toward against the grain when it comes to like things that have a lot of hype. Anti mainstream. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I'll get to it when nobody's expecting me uh-huh. to get to it. See, that's why we get along so well, because it's- I don't get to it because I miss it, and I'm lame, and I forget, oh, oops, and then I get to watch it way later, because I'm watching it now. <laughs> the only reason I even watched The Mandalorian to begin with is I had a mid-40s old man at my job make me promise to him on his birthday that I was going to watch it. Oh, I love this old man. I had man. a dime every time. This old time. man is my favorite person I mean, he's now. like mid-40s. He's not old old. I was going to say, what the fuck? But he fucking... You met him. We went to see... Uh, not Doctor Strange. It was one of the Ant-Man and the Wasp, I think it was. Uh, Ralph. We went to that oh. karaoke afterwards. Yeah. And he fucking was... Agent, you got to watch it. I'm like, I don't want to fucking watch it. Star Wars is dead to me. I don't fucking care. And he's like, promise me. It's my birthday this month. Promise me. I'm like... Bro, all right. I didn't think it was that serious, but whatever. So sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. But with with Squid Game, I don't know. Like, even even James kind of, you said in a post, like, it wasn't even that great. It was, like, I enjoyed watching it, but I, I, like, I... The, the thing Anything is, with hype is going to have this. But, so that's what I'm saying, is that I would have enjoyed it more had I not already seen... The stuff like, uh, oh, the like Battle Royale. Oh, oh, okay. And again, I know it's not 100% similar, yeah. but the thing is, for someone who hasn't seen Battle it Royale, has the tropes of it. a lot of this is new. No, but even me, I am a huge fan of Battle uh-huh. Royale, and I'm watching this now, yeah. and I see it as, yeah, like, they're in a game that's really the biggest connective tissue here, 
by I rich mean, people, but even then, it's like. But it's also got some things from Gaunt, from Gaunt's. It's also got some things from other anime and sure, manga and stuff like that. But I just mean, like, on its own, I think it holds up. What I'm saying like, is, yeah, again, I think it's good. I'm just saying that I think I understand why it hits harder for, like, the non-nerd yeah. portion of the of the mass market. Is because they're not exposed to this theme, these themes as often as people who partake in Japanese or 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 uh, Asian. It also or, helps because you bring this up. Like compare this to something like Saw. A lot of the games in Squid Game are kind of kids games. Like yes. they're not, but they're driven to be right. violent. Sure, but it's like it's so much different than something that a Western audiences are used right. to, where it's not like the objective isn't to cause pain. The pain is the consequence. Right. It's very different. Really good show. Something I forgot to mention on Murder House really quick. The game has first-person door-opening cutscenes. Aww. And they put in the sound effect of a disc loading. Adrian's awe sounded like a door opening. (laughs) Aww. Yeah, the doors open just like that. (laughs) And funny story, I was like, this is great, but there's an option to skip it. And I was like, I'm going to have to put this. Because it's just adding on an extra four seconds after everything. Can't, but... But is there any, like, villain or something that says evil resident there? Uh, no. I mean... That would be too on the nose, wouldn't it? There's a lot of references to just PS1 horror in general. The Silent Hill, like, flashlight is kind of there. Really cool stuff. Really good game. Um, Actually, and I think that's it for my recents. Who wants to go news? I got one piece of news I forgot to mention. Okay. Wait, we haven't. Well, we haven't done news, yet, so. so. No, I mean, I forgot. To, I said I didn't have any news, but I just remembered. Oh, oh okay. I see. I see. Uh, well, so, as you guys know, that uh, PlayStation exclusives are going to PC, because PlayStation is recognizing that that is a viable market. Sure, I they hope have so. a. They hired a studio to help uh, port their PC games there, which obviously means you know a lot of people are going to create a dick slider for Kratos in God of War. We're just going to get so many nude mods. Um, People are so butthurt about like, oh, Sony exclusives coming to PC, whatever, whatever. And God of War this, Event Horizon Zero Dawn that. Where the fuck Event is... Event Horizon Zero Dawn? <laughs> I'd play the fuck out of that game. <laughs> what was it? It's oh, it's Horizon, Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, oops, and whatever. Event Horizon. Event Horizon. <laughs> yeah, whatever the I fuck it's called. I would play the fuck out of that Dude, game. Dude, the hell though. DLC Halloween for that? Just going to hell. That'd be great. And there's Doom Slayer. It, 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 that's what I'm saying. It's just Alloy in, Aloy in fucking in Doom. Doom. That's all it yeah. is. But no, like those two games, that's all fine and good. But where the fuck is my Bloodborne PC port? God damn it! I'm sure that'll happen. never happen. No, it has to. Why? Because it's so no, good. No, I know you. Why don't you think it'll happen? It's too old at this point. I uh, no, I don't. I, in fact, I think its age is more of a reason why they do it. Even no, but from my understanding, I just think it'll take a while. It's just the PS4 can't render that game's beauty. It has a hard time running it. Like, okay, it's got jaggies everywhere. <laughs> I mean, it's the that Bloodborne is the one thing that PC elitists say PlayStation will always have is Bloodborne. I want it though; it looks so good on PC. Anyway, continue. Um, but <laughs> but the name for their for their porting studio and their label, PlayStation PC. Good on you, marketing team. I like it. Short, simple, and sweet. The the guy that wrote it and like came up with it, they're just like, yeah, look, man, yeah. <laughs> I like PlayStation. For their naming conventions, because they keep shit simple. It's PlayStation, PlayStation 2, 3, 4, and 5. Yeah, PSP, Vita, uh-oh. Uh. <laughs> Go? Go. PSP Go? <laughs> that wasn't a console. There, yeah. PSP Go PSP was a Go. console. 
Oh, but that's just a PSP. Sure. I, I'm just saying that was the one instance they didn't do Vito PSP okay, 1, 2, 3. Okay, but I'm ignoring the PSP yes. because Sony does. Uh, <laughs> Zing! I mean, the he's not wrong. Uh, but, uh, but yeah. And you, so, yeah, PlayStation PC, I'm on board for it. I like not having to figure out why a 360 comes before a 1. Yeah. <laughs> or having to hear new PlayStation. Right. <laughs> Anywho. God. Nintendo's really bad at that type of shit. That's true. The worst is Square. <laughs> Anything else? No, that that was it. Huh? Yeah. I, yeah, if you want, go for it. So, in the latest entry in the saga of Dr. Root is confused by the future of Spider-Man and all the fucking Spider-Man and the bullshit, we got another trailer from Morbius. James, I don't think they even know. <laughs> I mean, Sony doesn't. So, yes. yeah, no. We got another trailer from Morbius. Okay. Okay. And the Morbius trailer actively has references to all three Spider-Man universes. It's going to happen, James. By this point, come on. Also, it has a Venom joke. Which, I mean, yeah, yeah it's in the same universe yeah. as Venom. But this is getting more on the nose than I thought it was going to Yeah, go. yeah, yeah. This is super... I think we're going to see that. you get it? We're about as subtle as Halloween kills. No, Do no, no. I think it? we're going to see Venom in the movie. We are? Yeah, I think so. I, God, I hope so. Have you still not seen Venom 2? No, I don't want to see it alone. Oh. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Okay. All right. Yay. I've oh, yeah. seen it. I'm not watching it again. Fine. Anyway. I'm probably going to talk the whole time. I know you are. <laughs> but see, that's oh, yeah, fine. James hated that about it's it. It's a comic book movie. I can deal with that. Okay. That's fair. Tell tell the dude that. He was like, Anywho. stop it. Superman's dying. I was Shut literally up. crying. Yeah, yeah I know. Uh, other than, like, uh, so... What was I saying? Uh, this fucking trailer. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Has three references to all know, three. I don't know how much I care about this movie, but I don't know how much of that is just because I care less and less about Jared Leto. Yeah. You get me? Like, I don't know if I'm judging the movie correctly, and which is weird because I didn't used to hate Jared Leto. But it, well, it then does he was look a little and... shitty. Maybe. I don't know. I don't, I don't particularly care. It looks a little haphazardly put together, but that doesn't always make a bad movie. <laughs> that is the nicest thing. You know what this movie <laughs> looks say. like? Tell me. Mid-2000s, let's try to be Blade. Yes. That's it what it is. And Halloween Kills didn't look like a mid-2000s horror movie? No. I got a huge, just like, back-in-the-day awkward campiness with that because of that. Anyway, continue. Anywho. We're like going back into that era, uh, I feel. The only other news I have is I want to talk about another trailer because uh, I'm... Like, it's one of the few cases where the teaser actually legitimately made me more excited for a project. Which is? The trailer for Lightyear. Oh. I'm glad you like it. Tell, no, I want to hear why you don't. I'm interested. It's. I don't have a dog in this fight. I'm just going to listen with you guys. I was a big fan of the uh, uh -huh. the cartoon show. Okay. With with fucking George Costanza sure. as the, the robot guy or whatever. Yeah. And that, that was all right, building a universe for Buzz Lightyear. Uh-huh. Granted, all my judgments right now are purely on the teaser. I don't know what the movie even really is yet. Sure. But I am not the biggest fan of this hyper-real Buzz Lightyear-looking oh, thing. I love it. It just, it, I guess me personally, I'm not a big fan of the Pixar eyes in general. Like, I just, that art style, huh. like, it was good in the beginning, I feel. But then when every Pixar movie had the exact same-looking kind of human models, I was just kind of like, eh leaning off a bit but they did i will give you credit later on they did start changing it up yes say. who's but, voicing lightyear uh so i was gonna talk about this because is it it's not tim not, allen no and here's the thing it makes sense 
It's Dan Castellaneto. No. <laughs> no. So here's the thing. Like, when Tim Allen plays Buzz Lightyear the toy. Okay. Or or even uh, Patrick Warburton doing his vo- version of the voice for the Buzz Lightyear of Star Command. Right. It's supposed to be a caricaturized hero. Right. So that's why Tim Allen's perfect for it. But that's his character, too, Buzz. But that's just it. But this is the who that character is based off of. But is it weird that I don't want to see a gritty that's real fine. version of Buzz Lightyear? I don't Lightyear? think it's going like... to be gritty real, but that's okay. not my point. I guess uh, so. But, so instead, they decided to go for a guy who has a more all-American voice. Idris Elba. Evans? Chris Evans. They got Captain America. Yeah, that makes sense. That's it, uh, perfect for, for that all-American Did you astronaut. fucking hear Actually, that uh, yeah. Pratt got Garfield as well? Yeah. He's got Garfield... And Mario. How yeah. shitty do you think Pratt feels? By the way, like Poor he guy. clearly didn't talk to Bill Murray. Because no. Bill Murray would have told him, don't do it. <laughs> Bill Murray probably doesn't talk to but anybody. But also, <laughs> of all the Parks and Rec casts you could have cast to play Garfield, how did you not cast Nick Offerman to play Garfield? That would have been perfect. Yeah, but I think he's, they think he's, no. I was going to say they think he's too deep, but Garfield's voice is pretty fucking deep yeah. even in the original. Absolutely so. is. And yeah. like the cartoons? He already sounds like a cat. Why wouldn't you take Nick? Yeah. yeah. Nick Offerman would be great to play an Eldritch Horror. Very handsome man too. <laughs> Nick Offerman? Yes. That, may, that tracks. Oh God. Uh, but yeah, I think the trailer from a strictly technical standpoint looks amazing. I love like the fucking... Fucking the I'll agree. light reflection in this fucking trailer looks so fucking good. I'll agree that it's fucking stunning. Like it's incredible. What I can't do wait to you guys uh, do a reaction review on it. <laughs> no, there's gonna be a case of I'm sure. Oh, <laughs> it's gonna be at the, no. I'm fucking kidding. But I'm just saying like. But yeah, you saw it. we already have a couple case ofs bubbling in this fucking show today. Many pots. Boiling. I saw it. Uh, I saw it, so uh, I will not be watching any more uh, Lightyear stuff because I'm 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 legitimately excited for it. I think that's cool good on you, bud. Good on you. Do you have news, Bone King? I do. Okay. Big so, meaty news, as you said. Yes. The bit. Well, this is an appetizer at the end, a dessert, if you will. This um, is the Big Mac meat. Got that's, it. That's right. So today, I had no idea until I woke up in my DS, or DS, my Switch told me. Uh-huh. Dude, it's been a while since my DS told me anything. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, the Animal Crossing. I was Crossing, my DS like a couple weeks ago. <laughs> well, the Switch is here now. Yeah, yeah but, but the DS is still a great But I have, so- my, console. I have my R4 cartridge, so I oh, still then, like Oh, yeah, <laughs> no, then of course. And then it's an emulator device, Correct. of course. Anyway, the Animal Crossing patch uh, came in. Oh, yeah, it's huge, right? Yes. So, But apparently, I thought we were getting the patch and the DLC on the 5th. Uh-huh. Apparently, what they did is the patch is 4th, DLC is 5th. Okay. I don't get it, but whatever, whatever, Nintendo, do your thing. But um, I played it for a little bit. It, it's I think it's a, a, a very necessary inclusion okay. because there were obviously some missing features in this animal crossing. Wait, wait, wait. I thought, I thought the patch, excuse me, correct me. I thought that in order to get the patch or the DLC, you have to be the expansion. Patch. No. So here's the thing. There's the patch and then there is the DLC. That thing you're talking about, the premium account, you'll get the DLC with it. The patch uh, goes to everybody. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but the patch doesn't include everything that the DLC has, obviously. Right. So it, it's some features that aren't there and some that are. So I'm playing around with it. I think it's really cool that you could add more content, like story content to the game, because the game kind of needs that. And um, cooking is a very big thing. I, I like, honestly, you think about harvest. Fun? 
I've yet to really finish growing anything because Animal oh. Crossing, you gotta wait a day for shit or whatever the fuck. And that was the one thing that Harvest Moon has above this shit. Well, a lot of things Harvest Moon does have. I'm not gonna lie. Harvest Moon is a good Bro, game. that's a name I haven't heard in a minute. Harvest Moon and its fucking spiritual successor, Stardust Valley or Stardew Valley. Valley. Yeah. Like, they, they do great things in I that field. But Animal Crossing is starting to dip into it, and that's a very good extra feature for Animal Crossing in general because you're already growing shit. Yeah. I could do other things beyond just flowers and trees. For sure. So, really fun. Uh, I'll let you know as I get more shit unlocked and when the DLC, because I ended up buying the DLC. I'm not waiting for the fucking premium pass. I'm just going to get it, finish, and finalize this I game and move forward. I have an entire room in my house filled with tarantulas. You have to say that louder. What? I have an entire room in my house filled with tarantulas. Never mind. I wish you didn't. Uh, oh, also, in do... Animal Crossing, okay. I have... <laughs> what? I was... Never mind. Oh. Well... I was saying, also, in Animal Crossing, I have one, too. Oh, ha, basement. No, but real talk, the one thing that I really wish they'd patch in or do something is with all these fucking recipes. I have so many recipes, and you can't put them in the storage. Mm. You can't put them anywhere. They're just laying there. So I kind of wish they'd do something about that. Moving forward, um, the next thing I have is actually a Dead by Daylight killer leak. Okay. So there was a leak. I, think I um, saw this. Yeah, so I'm kind of worried on how I should say this because I don't want to ruin it for people who want to be surprised. Yeah. So, like, hey, skip ahead a little bit. I'm sorry. It's the 15-second skip button twice. It's, yeah, it's going to be really <laughs> quick, so I'll do it really fast. The two things, there was two chapters that kind of got leaked. One was a major, like, the one that's coming out right after. Apparently, it's an original killer, an original survivor. The killer is a bird lady somehow. She seems like she's ultra sexy hot and she sure. has some goth stuff. I don't know. I'm into it. Um, and the fucking survivor is a bear guy. I don't know what his deal is, but he's a bigger guy, mm -hmm. which is great. I just wish they don't forget about Jeff because he was there and they don't give him shit. And then the other thing that was leaked, which I think you'll find interesting, is another license thing that they're planning. Tell me. In the notes are references to The Nun and oh. The Conjuring. Oh. So why would I find that interesting? I thought you liked The Conjuring. No, it's he me. likes The Conjuring. Oh, I'm so sorry. Though. I hate You the may like... Yeah, I, I wasn't the biggest fan <laughs> of the Yeah, I may like it to to watch you play as that, but that's it. I'm well, not playing yeah. that fucking game ever. No, but that's fine. I'm just telling you that they might be dipping into Conjuring. So that's fun, I guess. Great. Not my favorite <laughs> franchise, but whatever, I guess. Um, why do you hate The Conjuring? I, it's not... Okay, hate is a strong word. I just don't find it entertaining. It bored me. Oh, okay. hate is a strong word. I just really, really, really don't like it. <laughs> That's for the fucking OGs, the fucking OG scene kids in the crowd. Mm -hmm. Anyway, all right. um, so that's it for my news. I think that's all. I Excellent. think uh, now we could go woof, woof. No, stay. Uh -huh. Stay. Let uh -huh. us open the door before stay. you go to the bathroom first. Jesus Christ. Uh -huh. Get the harness and sit. Ha. Good boy. Stop turning me on, James. <laughs> this is James, Dr. Rude Ramos, and you're listening to the Fan Freaks Podcast. Make sure to check us out at our Lair, the Fan Freaks Facebook page, and on Twitter. And remember, that's F-A-N-F-R-E-E-K-S. Follow us, or else. So... <laughs> Today's episode is going to be an all-stars. You have to let him speak because he's going to do this through the whole episode. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> speak better. <laughs> if Scooby-Doo can do it, you can too. <laughs> anyway. What is this podcast become? <laughs> what, was, what was it we were doing last episode? 
You're going to have to be Halloween, more specific. Halloween, oh, Halloween, 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 Halloween. <laughs> anyway. Dude, I thought about, I'm sorry, for the Twitter and my hashtag, I was going to put Halloween, Halloween. I'm like, no, that's Dr. Root's thing. I'll let him have it. So, for today's episode, we're doing an All-Stars Best Dogs in Media. If you couldn't tell. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, uh, this is an All-Stars and we go one by one, right? Correct. Yes. No real size limit on our list. Right. This it's is not in, in any five. given any given order. Mm-hmm. It's just we're, you know, talking about doggos that we like Our right. favorite doggos. Uh, can I go first? Sure. I think I'm going to go with Snoop Dogg. <laughs> All right, so is this he, what we're doing? Is this what we're doing today? Into a dog. Is this what we're doing today? <laughs> he turns into a dog in a music video. Is this what it is? Okay. Second up would be Little Bow Wow. No, 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 wait. No, no, no. Oh, fuck. Oh, ma- wait, how many rappers actually have dog-based names? Now I'm curious. <laughs> like, now I'm actually, I want a list oh, of all the dog-based rappers. Shit, I love this entry. No, but you're actually, you could be legit because in media. I wasn't being serious, but all right, wait, it's on my list. Because the album art has him as a dog. There is a dog. He looks dog, like Snoop a dog. dog. Oh, motherfucker, we're going to get into this in a minute. <laughs> All right, so we You're going to allow ins- Snoop Dogg and okay. No, no, no. I, I uh-huh. actually don't. I just think it's funny. Uh-huh. Which Snoop Dogg are you talking about, though? The one that turns into a dog at the end of the music Ultra video? Ultra Instinct. Old, no. Old, no, that's right. Shaggy. What's your real pick here? What's my real pick? Yes. Oh, so not allowing No. That? Oh. Because you're talking about the person. Uh, Lycanroc, Midnight Form for Pokemon Moon. Nice. That I love Pokemon Moon, and I love that this dog has two different types depending on which version yeah. you get. And it starts off as a cute little dog, but yeah. then if you do Midnight, it's basically a werewolf, but still on all fours. Yeah. But it's got this really cool spike, and it's red, and I love it. And also the Midnight form is just basically on all fours. It's just big, bad alpha wolf yeah. almost. I'm trying to recall which, because my mind fades after like generation four or something. So like, is this the one that's red and white with red eyes? Yes. Okay. This one always remind me of an alternate version of another Pokemon called Zororak. A little bit. They're very similar. And I just thought they were different evolutions. And I was like, oh shit, these are completely different. Yeah. And then the new one, oh, there's like a brand new version as well. There's... What? For, Sword um, and Shield? No, for Pokemon Arceus, uh, the new one that's coming out. Oh, uh, Shining Pearl or whatever? There is, I don't know which one it is, but there's a new version of that that's an Arctic Tundra version. No. Oh, I did, I, I did not yeah. know that. So fun, but, fun but yeah, I wanted to go with that. Good pick. All right, my turn? Sure. All right, so I had to make sure I <clears throat> hold off and make sure I keep in mind for any uh, reduxes in the future. So uh-huh. if you hear one that I missed, don't worry, it was intentional. So here we go. Starting us off, I got to go with Kodumaru from Persona 3. So you brought up Persona 5 a while back. And Persona 5... A while back, literally like 10 minutes ago. I mean, it's still like... Anyway, regardless, that game has some nice party members. Don't get me wrong. And this may be considered a spoiler, but I don't give a fuck. People should honestly be prepared for how awesome this character will be. Oh, oh, It's not a big spoiler, though. Mm -hmm. It doesn't do anything with the plot. Mm -hmm. It's not a spoiler. The man who controls the sensor button makes the rules. on the box. Uh Anyway... Uh, fine, I guess. No, Skip forward man, two no. second, 10 seconds if you wish not to be spoiled by this. But Kodumaru is a party member in Persona 3. You can get a dog as a Persona party member. Yeah. Right, well, in 5, you get a cat. That Well, in that case, like, Mona's, like, more part of the Shadow World. 
Because, like, it's a cartoon cat. Yeah. Like, he, they, he can, he or she, I'm not really sure, can turn into uh, an actual, like, feral cat or whatever the fuck. Not feral, but you know what I mean. Like, a like right. domesticated cat. Domesticated cat, cat yeah. But um, fucking Kurumaru is a dog the whole way through. Like, he starts off in the real world as a dog and he continues to be a dog with a persona. As a dog. Do you know who his persona is? No. Cerberus. Oh, that that makes amazing. So much sense. That's Dark and fire, which are my favorite elements to be included here. So I, he was a fucking mainstay on my party, never left. Um, something about a dog being able to hold his own in the RPG is fucking amazing. Um, plus he has, he holds a knife in his mouth, like he has a melee weapon. Right. Really good nice. party member. High special attack. Anyway, love Kodumaru. Plus he helps you level up your other social links because you could walk him and have someone else with you and you level up two at the same time. Next up, Doctor Rude. Uh. So this is going to be a quick one, but uh, I just wanted to mention, uh, so there's a very great episode of Supernatural where Dean Winchester establishes a very close relationship with the canine uh, species. And, dog uh, Dean Afternoon? Yes. That was the name of the episode. Yes, Sorry. correct. But the dog in question is the Colonel, <clears throat> which is the dog that they, uh, that they have as their, as their companion for that whole episode. He's <clears throat> sassy, he's grumpy, he's definitely, like, he's great. And he's a yeah. perfect, like, you know... He, he he's a perfect uh you know to bounce off of Dean. With. He's a perfect foil. Yeah. yeah, and it's great. But that's it. That's all I want to say about him. He's fun. Carry on. All right. Uh, so my number two. If you do if you knew anything about me, you know how much I love this trilogy of films, which I consider probably the greatest trilogy of all time. Hmm. But Einstein in Back to the Future, that dog is super dependable, super smart, earns his name. We also have in the same lineage Copernicus in the first movie, mm-hmm. which is uh, Doc Brown's first dog in canon, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, he always has a dog and he always names him after a scientist. And always the dog is smarter than most of the humans. Absolutely smarter than Marty. Mm-hmm. Um, well, to be fair, most things are. Aw, don't be mean to Marty. <laughs> Mom, you. I don't want to bang. Done. Wait, that's a dumb decision. No, because you would... <laughs> You would fuck over the future like that, son. I, I'm just saying. Interesting movie. Uh, so, my turn? Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So, um, next up, I'm going to bring up... Okay. This is a very near and dear pick to my heart. So, I, I want to bring this up. Brown from Rule of Rose. Knew this was... Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, you my love God. Rule of Rose. Bra- and Brown, in particular, is just... That's fine. Rule of Rose, first off, for those Bro, of you who don't he know. he streamed it. It's it's pretty it's it, pretty weird. It is a fucking interesting game. Gorgeous game. Anyway, hold on. Rule of Rose is a PS2 game that took place, uh, that kind of came out around the time of, like, Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3. It was a survival horror. It kind of was focused more on being artistic more than it was being, like, gameplay focused. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the story is coherent. Don't get me wrong. <clears throat> but so much of If you like the- David Lynch... So much of the design is just in the art, artistic stuff. Oh my God, I'm having a hard time. Is in the art decisions. That's where most of the focus is. Mm -hmm. So in this game, you play as a a woman named Jennifer. And Jennifer wakes up to investigate an orphanage. And there's all these fucking things that want to kill her in this orphanage. Yes. So there's one thing that is by your side the entire time while you're exploring the orphanage. And that is Brown the Dog. Brown the Dog is so much more than just like, oh, he helps you in combat and that's it. Not only does he do that, because he does that, but he is actively the the uh, fucking seeker of items. He distracts enemies as well. He he fucking um, finds unlocked doors. 
He finds health items. He finds literally anything. You, Wait, you, does he find doors or does he unlock them? Okay, he finds the doors. Okay. So, like, this game I'm has okay a very interesting, like, uh, mechanic called the the track or sort of like, it's like you basically have Brown smell something yeah. and he can track it around the map. Right. And this spawns things in the map. So if you have him smell your recovery item, he will go look around and find yeah. a recovery item somewhere in the map for you. If you have him smell your key and you don't know what it unlocks, he will find the door for you. That's cool. He, like, the most helpful pooch in any survival horror game, and I know which one I'm excluding, and I'm going to save that one for the Redux, don't worry. But that, oh, okay. I'm going to bring up Brown for Rule of Rose. A really good boyo, and fucking can't talk about it past that. Like, when you're going for a good old Jennifer jab, you always got Brown there to help you out, and I really do appreciate that. Okay. Right, Dr. Rude. Uh, I want to talk about Bats the Ghost Dog. What? There's a, there's a period in the history of Doctor Strange where he was not the Sorcerer Supreme. Loki was. And he instead... Oh, he also no longer had his medical license, so he couldn't uh, uh, work on humans anymore. Mm -hmm. Right. What he did have was a, veter was a veterinarian license, so he opened a vet clinic. And he adopted a Basset Hound that he named Bats. The Basset Hound had a weak heart. Aww. Uh, and eventually... But nonetheless, he grew very attached to this Basset Hound. And uh, eventually, he casts a spell on it that translates its barks into English. Hmm. So he became the talking Basset Hound. But then, Stephen Strange got into a fight with the current Sorcerer Supreme, which was Loki. And in that fight, uh, Bats tried to defend Stephen. And Loki threw up a defensive force field, and just the stress of being in the fight caused Bats to have a heart attack. Oh. And he died. Hang on. What a great... Wait, hold on. Immediately, stricken with guilt, Loki brings his spirit into... Manifestation. Into manifestation. And he now lives as Doctor Strange's immortal ghost dog that just is always by his side now. So how many things of Doctor Strange's have to die? Yes. Like, he just literally, any one of his pets but or friends just... Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, but well, I mean one, that's being a superhero. One of my favorite moments is the first time after all this happens that so he get obviously becomes the Sorcerer Supreme again, and then Spider Man visits the Sanctum Sanctorum, and Bat is like, "Oh my gosh, it's Spider Man!" And Spider Man's like, "Oh my gosh, it's the Talking Dog!" And yeah, he's like, I've, I've never met a real superhero before. He's like, "You live with me." This is Doctor Strange. He's like, yeah, but he's Spider-Man. <laughs> like, that whole bit is so cute. And I love that. He's such a cute, like, I love also, like, kind of, I'm jealous of the idea of, like, an immortal dog. Uh, but yeah, love bats. What about you, dude? All right. So, another thing, I'm just harping on things that I like. There's a suit and serp. Ha have you listened to this episode before? <laughs> or, I mean, this podcast? Like, Yeah, but, like, obvious thing. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. A certain, uh... A oh, certain member coming. of the super family I know it's coming. Yeah, needed okay. to be here, <laughs> yeah. and that's fucking Crypto. Honestly, the best fucking dog. Arguably, I'm sorry. Let me arguably, because there's another dog that exists in the DC universe, in the DC canon, that could compete with him in terms of likability, but not in powers. This no. is a dog no, that you Crypto's can... No, Crypto's legitimately super-powered. Like, yeah. legitimately so. Like, Superman will, like, play fetch with him with a tree, launching yeah. it into space and bringing it back. So I, I only know about the cartoon. 
That's fine. That's but fine. Was there the ever where he was like voiced and yeah, spoke and, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But was there ever a good crypto arc? For the comic book fans here, I'm curious. In New 52, there was a little arc where he stole Superman's cape when he was introduced. And Superman got mad because he didn't know who he was. And he was like, what are you doing? The cape doesn't fit you. And then he... <laughs> they don't even make capes for dogs. And then Crypto flew through Metropolis and it became a chase arc. Because Clark was trying to catch the right. dog, but he couldn't. The dog was faster than him. Yeah. Right, right. That's fun. Okay. See, that's the kind of thing I want. Like, and then actual... when he puts the cape back on, Crypto gets it again. And then it ends with them chasing again around yeah. the world. No, I want like a legit like part of the whole arc, like Doomsday arc. He's in there somewhere. Well, you know? in whatever happened to Superman, Crypto sacrifices himself for Clark. Yeah. Ah! Why? Why? Why does everyone go straight to the dog sacrifice themselves in comics, huh? Why do the dogs always got to do that? That's fair. It's fucked. Anyway. I agree. Uh, but off to you, bro. <clears throat> okay, so. I mean, you asked for an arc. You didn't say it would be a good one. No, to be <laughs> fair, you gave me a good one. That actually sounds cute, but I just was yeah. wondering if he could be in a longer story. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So next up, another very uh, near and dear to my heart pick. I'm going to go with Courage the Cowardly Dog. Yeah. Oh, Muriel. I freaking love this show growing up and still in as an adult. This, I think, was one of the big factors that made me start getting into horror. You know what I mean? Because I noticed that this show made me feel things that other shows didn't. Like, there was comedy and Ed and Nettie and fucking, like... But Courage the Cowardly Dog was just like, there's visuals and I'm trying to process these visuals. So, I don't know if it's what got me into horror. Mm. It's definitely, 100%, what got me into Eldritch Horror. Oh, it has it. Yeah, definitely. A hundred, like, that made me seek out, like, Cthulhu and all this but, other but shit. But think about it, though. I can't think of many other shows, well, other than another one on my list, that is, like, a kid's show, but a horror kid's show. No, there you were very I mean? few. But, very few. But it also it, it also emerged from this, uh, from this time where that was a little more acceptable. Like, we had some, I'm not going to say they're horror, but some scarier characters like Grimm, for example. Right. Like the Grimm Adventures of Billy and Mandy. They were, you know, but Nurgle. But that came out later, later too. Not much later, Courage but yeah. Courage was definitely first though. Because I remember, I remember, and this is how old I am. I remember Grimm and fucking uh, uh, Concarne. Evil Concarne. Evil Concarne came yeah. out together. And yeah. Well, see, here's the thing. Uh, so originally, both uh, Grimm, because uh, originally you saw them in Grimm and Evil. Right. But... That actually all came from shorts that were shown in the same animation block that Courage was shown in. Really? Yeah, and then eventually they made that into the show Grimini. Uh, I must have Grim seen these shorts growing up because that, I watched sure this channel religiously. Then that became Grim This was Evil. Cartoon Network. This was right? Cartoon yeah. Network, yeah. And then eventually they cut Evil Concarne out and it was just the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. To be fair, Evil Concarne was funny as fuck. It I just, loved it. kids didn't understand it. Correct. And that's the only 100%. thing. Right. Which, if you want to reboot that series, I'm just right, saying you're totally way off good. track here. Anyway, yes. Courage so, the Cowardly Dog. Courage the Cowardly Dog. Very dependable. The things I do for love, yeah, love them. You nail that line. No, that's good. Uh, I want to talk about possibly two of the best parents in any Disney movie. It's Pongo and Perdita from the oh. 101 Dalmatians. Yo, they got to stop. Like, you should have stopped at 50. They you didn't had, need 100. They only had 18. Oh, then the other Dalmatians? Clones? No, the other one. So, Cruella DeVille captures their 18 and then realizes she needs 101 total puppies to make her fucking coat. 
So she goes and kidnaps the other fucking 80 whatever. So then they adopt the then other Then they one. adopt the other 80. Where the hell did she get all these other Dalmatians? Apparently the Dalmatians were very popular in London at the time. <laughs> what? We were she in just that went to scene. a bunch of firehouses. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But, uh, but yeah, uh, Pongo and Perdita legit like go through some shit to get their kids back. Like it's like they go on a legit adventure. What? Maybe in 101 Dalmatians. Yeah. In Kingdom Hearts, they are the laziest pieces of shit. We're not talking about that shit, okay? Fuck out of here. They just sit there while I go world to world for that shit. Fuck out of here. No. I think I speak for most, but fuck Kingdom Hearts. At this point, unfortunately. You're going to have some people go, yeah. So, I never cared for it, so it's fine. But yeah, it's Pongo and Perdita, man. I fucking, like, I love, like, as a kid, I loved watching them. Like, yeah, get your fucking puppies. Like, it was great. Yeah. Carry on. Speaking of dads. I got one on my list. Oh? A big old boy, little oh. fucking St. Bernard dog, oh. Beethoven. Yeah! I fucking loved Beethoven when I was a kid. Never saw one, so please enlighten me what the hell these movies are even about. Well, just Beethoven's... About a, just about a big dog? Like, yes, yeah, just like, really do? about a big dog, but what carries the movie is Charles Grodin, rest in yes. peace. One, a really brilliant character actor when it comes to comedy he's really good at it but it's really this family that just ends up adopting beethoven who escaped from from a pet shelter or whatever and that's the first movie he like escapes and they end up adopting him and the dad begrudgingly takes him he's the stereotypical my dad didn't want a dog and then at the end of it loves a dog more than he loves the family yes but that's beethoven for me i fucking love that dog i would love to have a saint bernard to just Okay, so me again. Um, I mentioned earlier, and I'm just going to go ahead and do these back-to-back. I mentioned earlier that, like, Courage the Cowardly Dog was one of the first horror shows for kids, right? Uh, right. Guess which one was my first? Tell me. Scooby-Dooby-Doo. Oh, of course. Where are you? Fucking So it's amazing. scrappy. I will. I will. <laughs> fucking. So I think it's very interesting that the first movie did that. Like, the, the live-action movie. I'm not going to say it for those who maybe haven't seen it, but it's very interesting. Anyway... Um, Scooby-Doo, where are you, really? Like, I'm trying to think of what I can say about... He's basically the man, the myth, the legend I have, here. I have a bit of a confession to make. Please don't, please don't say I don't like Scooby-Doo. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. But there is... W- my favorite version of Scooby-Doo is a pup named Scooby-Doo. That's a great one, though. I fucking love that show. Because, again, though, because when you said version of Scooby-Doo, my mind Rolodex to, like, the 20 times the show has been fucking remade. So, like, it says something about the character that no matter the iteration, he is consistently a good character. Yes. I have never seen an episode of Scooby where Scooby doesn't act like Scooby. Right. Like, I I don't know what it is. Their writers know what the fuck they're doing. And they know how to stay consistent. And fucking Scooby's always the one to fucking get the monster in the trap. And fucking anything for a Scooby snack, absolute slut for him. I get it. A pup named Scooby-Doo establishes him as a Time Lord. I'm sorry. His doghouse is bigger on the inside. Oh, that is true, actually. Holy (laughs) shit. He has a whole mansion in his doghouse. Toon powers, man. (laughs) Honestly, I blame Red Herring. Yeah, fuck, dude, <laughs> such a good fucking name for a Please, character. Yes, and and it, it's such a great like second joke to Fred's only joke in the original yes. show that his traps don't work. Right. He's also mis uh, suspecting people. Yes. Very smart. Like again, Scooby Doo, fucking an icon in the dog universe, and I will hear no other word. Um, I keep like that's it, right? So speaking of dogs that got us into things, 
Uh, I love reading. Mm-hmm. Oh, you uh, bitch. There, I know this. <laughs> there is definitely a dog that was in a lot of our childhoods. Yes. That got me into literature. And that's fucking Wishbone, oh, man. Oh, Wishbone. Easily the best version of Sherlock Holmes, for the record. Fucking <laughs> Fuck doing Robert Downey Jr. Fuck Benedict Cumberbatch. It's that fucking Jack Russell Terrier Wishbone. It was public broadcasting that fucking had yeah. the balls to do PBS. it. PBS. Do it. Uh, yeah, I just I I, I I can gush for this for a while, but it's you know what what, what more do you well, need? Just brief brief. What is Wishbone? It's a, so the show it presents uh, kids uh, get uh, telling stories or reading literature, but and they have a dog named Wishbone. This is the actual thing of it. Mm. In their imaginations, the characters from all these books are actually played by Wishbone. Right. Yeah. So you then you see, see him all in these different outfits. Yeah. It's so, so you cute. see Wishbone. You see this Jack Russell in fucking like I said the Sherlock Holmes outfit, or they've done they've done Frankenstein. They've done a bunch of shit. any like it's popular novel, or they they have them cosplay in it yeah. years before the internet pet pictures bullshit. Correct. Great stuff. Yeah. Great pick. That, oh I mean, that's God. it. He's, it's it's so fucking like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, not heartwarming. Wholesome. It is very it's wholesome. Wholesome as fuck. It's not like he he like reduced the books too much. He no. tells you the story of yeah. the book. No, so it's, it's definitely like, like a nice, succinct version yeah. of these books that kids can uh, digest. It's great. With very extreme references to the author. Yes. Yeah. The dude. Now, as many people know who follow me on Instagram or follow me on Facebook, I have cats and I love my cats. Yes. And there's a movie that has a lot of propaganda against cats. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting phrasing. <laughs> but in this movie, there is a dog. A good boy. A very good boy. One of the bestest boys. Yes. Lou from Cats and Dogs. Yes, Tobey Maguire himself. Yeah, I mean... Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> right, but that wasn't what got me into that movie. <laughs> it was like, yo, it's so cool to see like this whole other universe where dogs and cats have like their secret headquarters type of thing. And they're plotting to rule the world. And like dogs being so cute. That that is, like, one of their defense mechanisms, apparently. Secret life of blank. This has been, like, you know what I mean? There's a lot of Yeah, I didn't see the secret life of pets. I don't mean specifically that, but, like, this this concept of, oh, there's a world hidden beneath. Yeah, it's Toy Story. I mean, I really like Lou, and you do see a lot of character development because he's very meek in the beginning. But then he, you know, as being a kind of small dog, I don't know breeds of dogs, but I forgot what Lou is. Isn't he a beagle? Yeah, he is a beagle. beagle. Uh, And he kind of stands up. To the big bad cat at the end, and the yep. cat and the cat's mice army at the end. Yes. Now, I know I mentioned Toby. This is, by the way, I grew up with this movie, so I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm sorry if I'm butting in here, but but when I hear Toby Maguire voicing him, it's weird because it's a plot point. You said it. Lou is young, like yeah. he's a child. Toby Maguire's an adult ass motherfucker, yes. so it's just kind of like. Yeah, he's the oldest 30-year-old high schooler we've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. It, it, I loved that movie growing up, so good pick. Um, but yeah, now it's your turn. Okay, so next up on my picks is going to be... Now, I we gotta wonder. So if this one isn't allowed, I have a backup. Okay. Alright, so here we go. Red 13 from Final Fantasy VII. Okay, so you're the only one that has a problem with this. Well, only because <laughs> it's never been 100% sure whether he's a dog or a lion. He, yes. 
Yeah, right. So I they're guess they're not he's mutually both? exclusive. I guess I, I I don't. You're know. the only one that really like puts yourself through these. This is I just rigorous, someone, like someone's rules. gonna be like, hey, by the way, Nanaki's actually a, a lion, not a dog. And I'll I be like, wish I wish someone could correct you. That means they're listening. <laughs> you know, you make that joke every time, and it never stops being more true. <laughs> but uh, fine, Red Thirteen, another instance of having a doggo on the party of an RPG. Yes. I'm a big fan of this concept because. I have played way too many RPGs, and you just have a lot of different humans, and it, it gets a little samey. I'm not going to lie. Right. So having a dog is a really interesting idea. And not only is he a dog, he's also a lion, but he can talk, yes. and he has a whole backstory, a whole fucking... No, it's a whole fucking tribe. That's what I'm saying. it's awesome. Yeah, fucking Cosmo Canyon, which has the best song in the entire game. Yes. I'm sorry. I love it 100%. to death. Um, I remember as a kid, I would just stay in that place for hours. But he would always stay in my party. He was my favorite character. And I basically switch out the third person for whoever. So Red 13, you're my boy. They treated you real fucking bad in um, Advent Children. Bullshit. Oh. Fucker ha the fucker talks a lot in the game, in the yeah, original game. I know, I know. And then in Advent Children, he gets one line at the end. I know. Never again. <sighs> anyway. The less said about Advent Children, the better. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway. What? I like Advent Children. But oh. anyway. That's a case uh, he did sabotage some of their character arcs. Okay. Namely uh, Cloud, too. We'll get... We'll, no, we're not getting there this episode. We're doing case other stuff. Case of Advents? Uh, so, I'd argue that a dog that helps you get out of jail is a pretty good dog. Yes. <laughs> so, I gotta talk about our, our... It's another Jack Russell. I love Jack Russells. I really do. Uh, but it's they were a, all over the nineties. Uh, it's well, yeah, hundred percent. They were the uh, dog of the night. It's Milo, Stanley Ipkiss's dog in the mask, and also hey. for a brief period of time, a, a a donner of the mask. I was gonna say, doesn't he wear it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, several times throughout the animated series. It's a shame we never got to see him wear it in a sequel. Um, oh, okay. I thought I was like, hey, but oh, okay. Uh -huh. Shut gotcha. your face hole. No, got it. Uh, <laughs> That's fair. But yeah, man. Like first off, the, the throughout the whole movie, he's great. He basically argues with Stanley several times throughout the Oh, he has series. a personality. Like, yeah. And yeah. then, like, that, I'm sorry. As a kid, that whole bit of, no, don't the cheese, the keys. Like, the fact that this dog understands, oh, it's cheese. Not, I see, not the cheese. I'm stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> not the keys. Got it. And then his slow little, like, stealthily getting the keys off of the sleeping guards like the shirt no uh -huh. that's so fucking cute and not a fucking lick of cg that's uh -huh. a real dog oh, yeah. no that's, that's all a, yeah we don't dog. talk of son of the mask here well that's well, we I, literally I weren't going till till you said it <laughs> that was a whole thing we just did anyway, uh <laughs> no well that i mean it, it does help though that jack russell's are like among the smartest dogs mm. they have the average intelligence of like a four-year-old which is bonkers I'd rather this, deal with a Jack Russell than a four-year-old. <laughs> that is true. But, uh, but yeah, so my 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 next uh, my next good boy is is Milo. So this is gonna be my deepest cut on my list. Um, have you guys ever heard of a movie from the '90s? It's a horror movie called Man's Best Friend. Oh yeah, no. That's that's <clears throat> Max. Uh huh. So Max is a genetically modified dog, a Rottweiler. But he has like certain abilities, like he could climb up a tree and eat a cat. Is or... this Cujo esque? Uh huh. It is Cujo s, but this dog was a fucking badass and killed his. It was Frankenstein's monster kills his creator type yeah. of thing. Oh shit! Which I was oh, yeah. super down for. I fell in love with this movie because of that. Also, 
the guy that is the the scientist that creates a dog is Waylon Yus himself. The, oh, the same I actor. I thought he was actually called Waylon Yutani. I was like, <laughs> wait, what? No, but there there's been. I mean, it makes sense though. Yeah, all he would modify <laughs> he would. a dog. But uh, but yeah, man, I'm all in on on this dog. Me uh, showing the comeuppance of the of the owner, but he does have babies, mm-hmm. and we do get puppies. Yep. So oh, I'm God. I'm all in. Why do you hate the movie? Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, I don't like anything that actively portrays like animals as like villainous or killers or. At the same time, like. Yeah, I, but I don't consider him a villain. I know, but the the movie definitely like I don't like just them. I don't like I don't like. I don't like showcasing, like, violent dogs. A villainous dog, yeah, or whatever. No, or just a violent dog. I don't like... Like, that movie right there is enough for someone to buy a Rottweiler because they want a badass violent dog. You get what I mean? Okay, but then you then you're accounting for stupid people's oh, opinions. No, I agree. This like, is a very on. me thing. Yeah. It's the same reason I have a problem with the with the, the John Wick sequel. It's all of that. Like I just don't want I don't like dogs used in like violence. Well, I mean, then how do you feel about mine? Because I'm talking about RPG characters, they're doing violence. Yeah, but it's it is it is different. It is okay. actively different. Because I want, because in my head, I'm thinking like, why can't a dog do the same kind of roles that humans get? But I guess sure. on the same token, it's like you're portraying them as violent. But if they're acting, I don't know. I guess it's a gray area. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, right. I also don't like Cujo for that same reason. I don't like Cujo <laughs> either. I th- I I personally don't like that movie. Mm. But Mac Max and Man's Best Friend, I took it as an anti-hero type of thing where I, I I associated him with Frankenstein's monster. Sure. But that that was it. Uh, I'm not go. saying it's a bad pick. It's a good pick. It's just I there's reasons why I don't like movies like that. Right. But it is a good pick. Thanks. Okay. So, on this one, um how many more do you think we got? Like two or three? I don't know. We'll see. Okay. So, uh I'm going to go I have ha- five more. We cannot fit all five doggos, but we'll definitely try. Speaking of fitting dogs, you know what dog has a hard time fitting? Oh, no. What? Clifford. Oh, my God. The big red dog. It's a kaiju. And a dog. Yeah. It's, it's a kaiju dog. Uh, you know, it's it's a classic concept. I don't, Are you going to see the movie? Uh, Some parts of the teaser made me not want to see it. I don't want to see it, but it's the only one my mom and dad want to see. So uh-huh. It is the only. Guess who has to pay tickets for that? Uh-huh. It's the only trailer I've ever seen with Dogvore, and I'm not, not, I don't know what decision that was about. There's a scene that, like, shows Clifford eating another dog, and he spits him out, and it's just really weird. I don't know. It's one of those weird, it's like a 90s thing where it's like, that was a joke to somebody, but it's just weird. Okay. Anyway. It's a fetish to some. Oh, no doubt. Uh, But Clifford, classic concept, Taiju Dog. Easy. So, Bone King. You might need to talk louder. Let's get into this. Uh Uh-huh. Dog from Half-Life. You bitch. Okay. He, my stipulation, at least how I followed it, was does it look like a dog and does it sound like a dog? Yes. No. No, it does not. How does he not kind of look like a dog? He's on all fours. No, he's literally, like, almost apish, right? He just has a larger front end. He's not, but but he does not. Google him right now. He does not look like a canine. He does Google not have a right canine now. face. Just because he's bipedal doesn't mean, or the opposite Qu- of that. Quadrupedal. Quadrupedal doesn't mean that that counts that he looks like a dog. Uh-huh. Cats look like dogs fetch? too. What? Cats look like dogs. 
I mean, sometimes. You bitch. <laughs> he plays fetch. He, I, that's a fuck, and his name is Dog. Raccoons are totally dogs, you guys. Right? You ever tried to get a raccoon to play fetch? No. Doesn't work. I, 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 I they heard they're really smart. They run off with your shit. I heard yes, they're really smart, that's why they're smart. They run off with your shit. Anyway. Anyway. You can pick him, but I honestly don't think he's a dog, though I love this character, so. Uh, dog. That's him, right? Yeah. yeah. That's not on all fours. That's... He is on all fours. <sighs> he walks like a gorilla. You walk like a gorilla. Yeah, but by choice. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's dog. Anyway, go, dude. I'm the jock of, of this group, okay, so I yeah. went with the most jockiest of doggos, oh, Air Bud. Yeah! Sir Airness himself, eat it, Jordan. But <laughs> professional athlete, Really quick, I do love Air Bud, but that did start this series of, like, sports movies. With dogs? Where, no, I mean, yes, but where the, the key part, there's always a scene where it's like, well, it doesn't say they can't do it in the rule book. Like that was because they can't do it. It's on the rule book. <laughs> no one specifically mentioned dogs. Uh huh. I mean, doesn't specifically mention dogs in the Bible either. I'm going uh -huh. to tell you right now. Yeah. That actually happens in actual sports. If it's not in the rule book, oh, I know. They have to change it. Out. Really quick. Thirty seconds. Back in the 1978 NBA Finals. They had to mitigate a rule where once you run out of timeouts, you can't keep calling timeouts because they kept using right. infinite timeouts yeah. to keep going. That's funny as shit to that, me. That's that's all I'm gonna say. Oh, yeah. But yeah, when Air someone's Bud, timeout ends and then timeout, timeout, they just time no, it right. No, but you ran sure. out of timeouts. No, it's not in the rule book. I could keep calling a timeout. Right. That's fantastic. And they had to change that. So that's you know in the NBA finals. Bone, bone, bone time. Okay, so. I was wondering whether or not to save this, if in case whatever future, but I really want to talk about this. Um, there is a character in Fable 2. Um, Fable 2 is a pretty good game. I would say it's really fun until you realize the decisions it makes for you, but I'm not going to even get into that. Um, one of the things in that game is a trusty doggo companion. The dog. His name is just Dog. Yep. I shit you not, he's one of the most primary mechanics in the entire game, very integral to your character's story, and his name is Dog. I, so he I, deserves more respect. Yes, at least let me name him or something, I don't know. But Sir Dog. Sir Dog. But um, this is kind of a spoiler for Fable 2, now that I'm about to say. So fast forward really quick. Oh my gosh. Um, but, so in Fable 2, when you get to the end, I'm not going to say what happens exactly, but you get the choice of reviving your sister, your hometown, or your dog. Yep. Do you know which one is the actual better option? The dog. The dog. You want to know why? Because if you pick your sister, she gets revived off screen. She sends mm. you a message yeah. off screen, and you don't get to talk to her. And the and hometown? If, and the hometown, you never get to go back. Yeah. Yeah, fuck them. So, like, literally the only fuck. one, because your dog dies, unfortunately, mm -hmm. but the only one that actually has a visible impact is reviving the dog because he comes back, and you get to play with him and actually hang out with him again. So, yes, dog from Fable 2 deserves more respect, damn it. All right, Dr. Root. Next up on my list of things that are going to make me want to fight Bone King. Yeah. Okay, bring it on, bro. Dino from the Flintstones. Okay, you have half of it so far. He definitely sounds like a dog. 100%, that's what they were going Acts for. Acts like a dog. But he doesn't look like a dog. That's the one. But again, you feel free Red to bring 13 up to doesn't look like a dog. But he half looked like a dog, so. <laughs> so it kind of doesn't Okay, count. you were for that. Well, hold on. For that matter, Dino doesn't look like a dinosaur. Okay. 
it, he does have the snout and an actual like tail of a dinosaur. Right, but we've established that dinosaurs look more like turkeys than they do like in Jurassic Park. Not when they were making Flintstones, buddy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but they were really hard confirmed. Dino on the is a thing. good boy. I will agree wholeheartedly. And hey, bring it up with the audience. If the audience agrees with you, hit us up on Twitter and let us know. Hashtag but- Dino's a good boy. And look, just because it's the same character, just bigger, I'm just going to throw him in here. Rexy from the fucking Night at the Museum also. You can go fuck yourself. I, again, it's some, it's so what? Then the, the horse from Toy Story, does that count? A little bit. It, it, it's a horse. No, it's a toy. <laughs> it's a horse toy. Who, by the way, acts more like a dog <laughs> yes. than the dog toy. <laughs> in the beginning, though, he acted like a horse, and then later on, they made yeah. him more dog-like. Correct. There's only one, one person, one character if you will that can easily outshine tom hanks in a film wilson oh and there's only one character that ha- that can tug at your heartstrings this is good more than tom hanks and that is hooch from turner and hooch yeah one of the best fucking doggos in 80s buddy cop movie territory never saw Whoa. it Oh. Criminal. I have it on DVD. Criminal. We are, we are Stop wa- right there, Criminal Scum. We are watching. Okay. I refuse yeah, yeah. to let you You'll exit like the too. year of okay. 2021 without experiencing one of the best 80s buddy cop movies of yeah. all time. Sounds like a perfect December movie, by the way. Could be. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's so good. That's a, such a good entry. Nice and wholesome. L- yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally then. Yeah, big what of a slobber, know? though. Uh, Well, you know, the good ones are. Anyway, um, <laughs> so moving on. This is going to be my last pick. Okay. Okay. Really? I have three left. But by all means. I, I have a couple here, but again, I'm trying to keep Reduxes in mind. So yeah. for whatever reason, uh, you know what? I'll say the names and I'll go into detail if we ever do. Sound good? Yeah. Sure. Okay. So I really want to talk about Huey from Haunting Ground. It's another example. I can't believe you haven't had it. It's another example of a PS2 horror survival horror um, dog companion. But like, for whatever reason, the PS2 had like this theme, and th- it's not like they copied each other or anything. These are two completely separate games: Haunting Ground and Rule of Rose. But they both have a, a main character, female, like teenager, college girl, whatever, with a dog companion. It just was a thing. It was a really smart concept, I guess, to sort of like have a running away, but a little bit of a defense with the dog. I'm not going to get too much into it, but Huey is fantastic, and I'll talk more about it when I actually get to beat it. I, If, if someone wants to let me borrow Haunting Ground, please, it's like $400 on eBay. <laughs> anyway. There's a certain way to play it. Yeah, and I'm looking into it. Don't worry. <laughs> but um, the next one that I'm just going to mention really quick, I did not oh. mean to go too much into that. Okay. Um, The fucking... You know what? Fuck it. I'll just go to my main pick. So, I'm going to bring up Mira from Silent Hill 2. Right, which I didn't even know how to name. Yeah, apparently there there are some fans here that don't know Me. this dog's name. Yeah, because so, I never got that fucking ending. Neither did I. So, goddamn, it sucks. It's a really good ending to get. Anyway. No, no it isn't. Just watch it on YouTube. All right, I'm glad you think so. All right, anyway. <laughs> like, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> In any case, um, Mira the Dog is from Silent Hill 2. Silent Hill 2 is a horror game. Um, this that... spoils it. What? Well, you're you're going to go into spoilers for Silent Hill 2. No, I'm not. Okay. Check this shit out. So when you play Silent Hill 2, you're looking for your wife, right? And it's all this stuff about the power of the town and who's a what's it, and I'm not going to get into that. But what I will get into is that there is a joke ending added to the game once you've beaten it once. 
once you've beaten it once. Anyway, so once you already are going through your new after game you've plus, beaten it once, after you've beaten it once, thank you. Um, on your new game plus, when you're going through the town and a little bit towards the final area, you can find a doghouse. In this doghouse is a key called the doghouse key. Now, when you read about this on fucking Game Facts when you're 14 years old, you swear this is a lie. Like, someone's making this shit up. But no. It's like Bill's Secret Garden. Yeah, or the ambulance ending in Silent Hill 1, if you even want to stay in the same series. But, or Maria doing a pole dance. Sorry, there's a we lot get of it. these. We get it. There's a lot of them. So, if you get the dog key, you get to the last area, there's a special locked door that is unopenable unless you have this key. And once you do, it is revealed that all of this is the work of a, a Shiba Inu at the controls of, like, a cartoon robot, like, control system. And your James all of a sudden starts speaking Japanese, which I think even in the Japanese versions of the game, he speaks English. So, like, they had to voice act this specifically in Japanese, saying, all of, so it's you. All this has been your work. And you see the dog pulling levers at this computer. James and, Ma and Maria are on the fucking GPS thing. And he turns around, gets down on the ground in front of you, and he has this headset on with a fucking, like, mic piece. And he starts licking your face. And then cut to credits. Yeah. And that's the cause of all Silent Hill. I mean, that's fun. And then, yeah, it's a really fun ending. You get a cute little ending credit song. You get bloopers of the game's cutscenes. Like, the animators took pictures of the characters in bloopers and put them in the background. So you get a lot of silly shit, like Laura five times her size, or James laughing at her as a muscular guy. Really fun shit. Love Mirror the Dog so much. Sorry, I know. Hold on. This is Silent Hill 2. But people loved that ending so much that he, that Mira, she actually, became a reoccurring character in other UFO endings of other Silent Hill games. So you'll see in Silent Hill... Three, or, was it? No, three's UFO... No, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. he's uh, Harry she's there. Yeah, but she's there too in the background. The dog yeah. is there too. So in every UFO ending after, because four didn't have one, but Origins, is, he's uh, she's there. Uh, fucking... Homecoming. No. No, Mira's not in Homecoming. You just get abducted. It's super lame. Anyway. Shattered Memories? Uh, yes, that was the one I was thinking of. Yes. Mira, fucking Cheryl turns into Mira for a cutscene. It's really silly. That is weird. Mira is basically the comedic end for any of the Silent Hill games. And I'm all here for it. I appreciate this comedic levity. And it's a great ongoing joke. Mira right, from Silent since Hill. he did two, you yeah, go, go and it. do two. Go okay, for it. Sure. Uh, so, I'm going to go ahead and talk about... Uh, my favorite Fallout doggo, it's not dog meat. Oh, it's the it's the, it's our cyborg puppy boy in, uh, New Fall, in Fallout New Vegas. It's Rex, best doggo. He's so cool. I fucking he like I, a I love like the whole exposed brain part thing. That's so cool looking. He's dope as shit, and he's loyal as fuck. But my next pick on my, my next one I'm gonna talk about is okay. So th this is a fake out. That legitimately had me very worried, mm -hmm. and it was one of the best fake out of, fake outs a video game has ever given me. Oh, throughout all of Hades, you interact with Cerberus, yes, and you talk about what a good boy he is, yes, okay, and then you get to the it's a little bit of that's not a spoiler. You get to the end of the game, and Cerberus is standing there guarding the gates out of Hades. And you're <laughs> like it obvious, like, and the way it sets up because it brings up just like every other boss in the game, it brings up his name at the top of the thing. The you health bar. You start the dialogue with him, the health bar, and then you're like, "I'm gonna get you some food, boy," and then we'll see how you feel afterwards. And then you go, you get him some fucking, uh, some fucking uh, parts, some meat, 
and then he just moves out of the way for you. <laughs> okay, good. No, no boss fight, no nothing. He's just a good boy who wanted some nunnums. Huh. And he moves out of the way. I wonder if no he can still fight him. No? no, there's no way to fight him, which I'm so grateful for. All right. And he I continues would, I, to be a good I, boy I think that. Bone King should definitely do a stream of Hades. Yeah, I've yet to touch it. I know. It's so sitting bad. there staring at me. Uh, I'll do two. And to piggyback off your Rex, ah. one of us had to go with Dogmate. Uh, but I'm going with uh, Fallout 4 simply because three he dies and you have to get a perk so he keeps coming I back that. and I I don't like that I, I purposefully have to about. yeah never it, I, it's I somehow never, never, worse ever. than just having him respawn because now you're actually putting it in the lore that the dog died and that I'm now playing with a baby that can right. also die thanks yeah <laughs> like, so I I don't fucks with that before it's it's really beautiful the game's initial setup you go over the bridge from this little suburban area that used to be your home and the first thing you find is the Red Rocket uh, gas station, and there is dog meat. And he just no, you don't necessarily have to find dog meat. You can play most of the game without finding dog meat. Right, but in my playthrough, yeah, yeah. I no, found him, sure. and the fact that I got to pet him so much more, and I got to talk to him. Yes, that made Fallout Four no, way better than it than it was. Definitely the most fleshed out version of Dogmeat we've gotten to. He's more useful. He does a lot more in general. Well uh, he's there, also he's, the he's only also... party member in four that doesn't judge me for fucking everything. <laughs> Correct. So yeah. He's, he's also a good poten- boy that doesn't judge. Yeah. He's also potentially a synth, which I think is pretty interesting. Well so are you even. Yeah. No, and, you know you no, and, and it's pretty established that you are not. Uh, Your son might be though. There's, anyway. There's some things. Yeah, Blade Runner Yeah. Fallout is fine with me. Correct. Yeah, um, that's actually really true, yes. So this next one, it's D-Dog. Yeah, man. Finally. Uh, I'm actually super shocked that James didn't get this one, or he intentionally left it for me. But this, this pupper, this doggo, was so fucking cute when we all see him first and we all lost our shit. The internet, every Metal Gear fan, we collectively lost our fucking mind. This dog... Obviously, you keep going back to the state, uh, to the to your mother base, yep. and you know Ocelot's training the dog, and this is a dog that that has like a scar on one of his eyes. So you do see that in the cut. Oh, sorry, no, you do see his, that in the cut. His eye doesn't work, huh? His eye doesn't work, right? And he gets a little eye patch to match to match yours, and that is yeah. a dog to fucking. I would nuke all of where, both locations <laughs> to just save that fucking dog. I. You really do grow a really big bond with that dog. Dismantle all nuclear weapons for this but dog. But Dr. Rude, how can you possibly like D-Dog? He does the violence. Yes, but you know what you have the option for? Not lethal. <laughs> well, even in that case, he's doing it in favor of you. So it's yeah, not as bad as like still, having to confront he it, was I guess. Always my, like, as I play Metal Gear games non-lethally. So wait, wait, wait. Really quick. I find it, like, I love D-Dog. But in terms of a directorial decision, yeah. I think it was poor. You want to know why? Not D-Dog himself. Don't uh-huh. get me wrong. You get D-Dog first. Yeah. And I love D-Dog. Uh-huh. You get D-Horse I... first. Oh, you get D-Horse first? Yeah, you do yeah. get D-Horse first. Oh, I thought you get D-Dog because I was going to no. say, like, you get other ones as you right. play and you always just go back to D-Dog. So, uh, like, it's funny. You no, never you get D-Horse escalate. first, then you get the dog, then you get quiet, then you get the little mech. Right, and then I just The little found... Metal Gear. 
Yeah. Even though, okay, so he's the second one. But either way, like, even as I was getting later things, I found myself going, no, I want D-Dog. And just so going here's back. the thing. During, like, my standard playthrough, yes, uh. D-Dog, but then quiet because her the silence or her uh, tranquilizer sniper sure. is amazing. But once you start worrying about your time through the game, D-Horse is 100% mandatory. Oh, I never worried about time. So. Oh, it's great. Yeah, well, you need time for the S-Ranks. Yeah. Right. No, I only did S-Ranks and, and Ground Zero. And then the little Metal Gear eventually becomes awesome. But... Oh, Walker? Yeah. yeah. Walker. Uh, But that... I have one more. Do you have any more? I think I'm good for now, actually. All right. So, Rude, you got one more? I do. I do have one more. So, then you go. Okay. Uh, I'm going to talk... So, we talked about <clears throat> dog that gets you out of prison. But what about a dog... That gets you into prison. <laughs> <laughs> that that you, first off it's it, it's the dog that truly understands you and sits with you through all of your bullshit until you have a moment of character growth and is still next to you through all of that that is literally every real dog oh, you know you're right yeah so <laughs> so let's take that to the cartoonish level and go with max from the grinch oh James, that is my literal favorite Dr. Seuss character. Yeah. Jesus. He's awesome. Fuck, why didn't he think about him? Literally pulls an entire sled by himself, by the way. Right. Because he's awesome. I have a shirt of Max. I love him. Max Sorry, is yes. awesome. He's great. And then, yeah, uh, and, you know, the, the Grinch uh, gets to share in his moment of enlightenment with his doggo friend. And it, arguably, it's the only person. Yes, I said person. Fuck anyone who argues with me. It's the only person the Grinch doesn't mistreat. Right. He legitimately loves Max from the beginning to the end. But but isn't it great how Max kind of already? You're saying like, oh, he's there as the Grinch learns. Of the, Max kind of already knows. Like you should have already been nice to begin with. But I guess we'll yeah we'll just go. Oh, like no, for he, sure. he's already matured. He's not at the same kind of immaturity yes. as Grinch. Hundred percent. He's just kind of dealing with it. Yes. But How yeah. do you feel about the Jim Carrey uh, Grinch? He was great. He was, yeah, I agree too. Jim did a great job. Their uh, interpretation, the way they did Max, was believable. It looked great. It's beautiful. Uh, kind of yeah. achieved the same function. Yeah, in no, hundred percent. Great across the board. Jim killed it. I knew I was gonna love that movie when they were like, his heart grew five times that day. Uh, <laughs> uh, I probably would have enjoyed Benedict Cumberbatch's uh, The Grinch movie more if that movie had never happened. But between the cartoon Grinch movie, that happened. Yeah, I totally the forgot the CG one. Where, yeah. yeah. So, soundtrack by Tyler, the creator. Correct. <laughs> yes. But between, like, the original book, obviously, but the original animated uh, movie and then Jim Carrey's movie, this didn't hold up. Right. But nonetheless, Max is incredible throughout all interpretations. Max I'm is awesome. I'm so mad. Do Max. we Do we go over our list? Or is that only in Freaky Five? I'm pretty sure that's Freaky Five, so we can. I don't, I'm down. Uh, Well, you should I do my last you one? You started this. Okay. My last one is one that I always pick when I was a kid uh, to always have on my team or at least think about when, when I play Pokemon. Or I always strive to get him. Arcanine. Fucking legendary dog. Because he is a legendary. Yes. Well, because his type is legendary. Yeah. Right. But... Well, fuck you. I just, I just no, <laughs> no. It's not you or anyone. It's Pokemon for these naming conventions. It, they're so vague sometimes. Arcanine is just Pokemon Red Thirteen. Yeah. I yeah. Let me think. Keep, keep talking, and I'll think. But uh, Red Thirteen does fire magic, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's 
No, yeah. and he's kind of lionish yes, in a way. Yes, he's definitely yeah. kind of lion. He has tiger stripes. You're he's, absolutely he's got right. the the mane too. Yeah, and the mane. Yeah. Ab- well, he's just missing the fire tail. But yeah. Arcanine gave that to Charmander. Is absolutely top five Pokemon. I would love to exist in the real world. It's one of those that that definitely like. I had a lot of hero envy for Ash, who gets to like cuddle with Arcanine, like yes. be the little spoon. Fuck yeah. I want to be in that main and be all comfy Absolutely. with that fire type. Freaky five Pokemon we wish were real. I was just having that yeah. same thought. That's a really Not good idea. Not necessarily our favorite Pokemon, but Pokemon we wish were real. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I don't know about my ghosts as much. No, I want them. Tune in kidding. at some point in the future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if you have ghost types, that means ghosts are real. And that means heaven and hell exist. Well, we, if Pokemon... And then religion will get weird. No, if, if we are in the Pokemon world, we already know religion exists. No, Arceus, but you're bringing them in the real life. Arceus already is yeah, God. Yeah, Arceus so is it, God. We've already cataloged God. Thank you. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> also, right. I there, keep forgetting Arceus is a thing. There are other religions that have ghosts, Adrian. I never specified a religion. Only America, well, thank not you. not all religions have heaven and hell. Yeah, but they have different names for it. No, not necessarily. Anyway. But uh, most religions have that. <laughs> we'll get it. We'll, tune in Buddhism the has Nirvana for t- Tune in for our, theist, our theistic episode. Oh, case of monotheism. <laughs> <versus> <laughs> uh, but that's a good thing. Oh, so, so we don't... Polytheism? Yeah, go ahead. Go for it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. I put no, my phone away. Um, so we got... I'm going to go from bottom to top or top to bottom. Order, but, okay. Arcanine, D-Dog, Dogmeat, Hooch, Airbud, Max from Man's Best Friend, Lou, Beethoven, Crypto, Einstein from Back to the Future, Lycanroc from Pokemon Sun and Moon, um, also Snoop Dogg. Did you do all yours? Well, yeah, I'm done. Honor, oh, I mentioned the little Bow Wow that I'm really surprised you I'm didn't mention. It. Uh, I thought. So, oh, yeah. you can say for, yeah. for. No, are you done with the ones? Are you gonna list off the ones you said already? Oh no, I haven't. I haven't. Uh, I haven't. No, I haven't gone over my list. Okay, yet. then. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, so again, these are out of order because fuck, I don't. I. I. I just whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, the Colonel from uh, Supernatural. Bats from Marvel Comics. Pongo and Perdita. Uh, Rex from Fallout. Rexy and Dino because fuck you. Dog whatever. from Half Life Two. Uh, uh, triple whatever. Uh huh. Cerberus from Hades the game and Max from the Grinch. Oh, and, and Wishbone. And you know what? That is a pretty solid fucking list, my dude. Okay. So we're gonna move on to uh, my list though over here. Yes, sir. All right. So we've got Kurumaru from Persona Three. Fucking love that. Uh, Mira, Silent Hill Two. Again, this is not in any order. That was the last one I did. Yeah. Brown, Rule of Rose, Red Thirteen, Final Fantasy Seven. Uh, Scooby-Doo and Courage the Cowardly Dog. And I kind of dabbled in Huey even though I said I wasn't going to. I just love him so much. That theme song is so good. Anyway. So, Freaks, tell us about some of your favorite doggos in media. Because I'm sure, I mean, there's a ton we haven't talked about. But, uh, We yeah. barely dipped into comics, right? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's the, there's a whole, at least four more that are in comics. In cartoons? Because we only had a couple of cartoons. Oh, my God. There's so many. Yep. Uh, but uh, let us know on our social media. You can hit us up on Twitter at F-A-N-F-R-E-E-K-S. You can also find us by the same name on our Facebook group. You can find me on Twitter at Dr. Rude. That's D-R, Rude, M-D. Uh, you can find the dude at Adrian Doodliness. And you can find the Bone King at Bone King TV. On, on what? <laughs> okay, I, you guys didn't do it. Uh, on I'm also on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. There you go. Uh, and shout outs? Yes, unfortunately, they are shout outs. 
No. No longer shriekouts. Hey, hey, hey. Spooky season doesn't have to end. You're right. This is, just, this is spooky spook- season part two. What if the spooky season is the friends we made along the That's, way? I was just about to say. The spooky was within us all along. Uh, but, uh, as always, our hunt boys, Justin, Jeff, Scott, even Mima. Uh, thank yeah. you guys so much for listening. Yeah, you started listening. Thank yeah, Christ. We really appreciate it. Uh, I want to thank my sister Cheyenne. I appreciate them so much. And all the freaks on the Facebook group, especially those who have been there with us for years. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, I mean, next year is the 10-year anniversary. I know, dude. Should we do something? We, uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> we got to do something, man. I mean, for it sure. started with the Avengers. We could do another Freaky Five Fan Freaks episode. It started with an idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my shout-outs. Uh, Lindsay, our resident Zatanna Zatara of Fan Freaks. Uh, Jesus Valentine, go fuck yourself. Nicholas Yuritic, thank you so much. Paul Fusek, thank you so much. And uh, our sister our podcast. objectively Ro- wrong sister podcast. <laughs> Wow, this uh, heat. When are we gonna have a case of with them? I'm, I'm mm-hmm. assuming, right? At some point, we're gonna have a case of with them. Yep. Yeah. Hopefully. Just I case mean, of fan freaks. Do we deserve to exist? It's a six man tag. <laughs> it's us three versus them three. Um, uh, Robot Stone Age, Cody, CJ, Kalani. Thank you for for listening, and thank you for you know being friends with us. All right, and I've got Von Condersmy, Beefy Sumo, love ya, Squinty, Screechy Kai, Julian the Czar, Megan People, Lindsay Misleading, Izumi Chenmaru, CJ to DJ, Boogle, and of course, new listener, Burnsy. Really do appreciate it. I've been having a lot of fun. I'm going to tell you right now, Burnsy, if you're listening, you're kind of convincing me to maybe want to play Goldeneye on the stream. Like, all this talk of James Bond that he's been doing on the fucking Discord, I'm like, man, I used to love that game. So, again, thank you so much for So, you're going to play the classic GoldenEye. Fuck yeah. 64 GoldenEye. Yes. Not the two reboots that have happened since. Two? I didn't know. Yeah, there's GoldenEye Reloaded, and then there's just GoldenEye. I know there's one with Daniel Craig that they kind of, like, put him in. Yes, that's one of them. There's another one that that just is a remake with with not, not Pierce Brosnan. That is so bizarre, but yeah. okay, I'll definitely look into that. But those are my shout-outs. Oh. What? What's up? Bone. What? You left the door open. The dude's getting out. Oh, <laughs> <my>. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's okay. He's chipped. God damn it. Like, I gave him Doritos. Is that fine? 